It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, Skycopter's in flight, Blackula starts a fight, one star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, BAMFCast. Episode 478. Goodness gracious. Wow. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then they get ratings. Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Yay! Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Pretty good. However, there are bad, bad movies. This is a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in giant bags of trash. In uh, which they belong. A boo. Indeed. Pretty a bad. Boo. Chuck them in the bin. Yeah. What so about yeah. Chuck? I don't know. What? So uh, we just couldn't leave the uh, the highness that we felt from Air Bud last week, so we decided <laughs> to keep it all sky high by going and watching. Wait a minute. What? No. Are we doing a no, secret theme month? No, it is not a secret theme. Is this Airgust? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is now. You, yeah, yeah, it is. You got it. Well, welcome to the second week of Airgust, everyone. Yeah. Uh, we decided to do 1980s, The Great Skycopter Rescue. Sure yeah. did. There apparently is a skycopter going over us right now. Right now. Yeah. That's where most copters are. That's where us. they land. Then they're ground copters. As above, so below. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to... Are there sea copters? They're, they're, I don't know. Sometimes you can see them. Sometimes they're stealth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. You win. Fine. Plot summary yeah. is your punishment for okay. that. <laughs> when oil is discovered in a small town, some greedy prospectors hire a gang of wild bikers to scare with the town's folk away. However, when a group of young pilots stumble across the underhanded plot, they plan an effective retaliation. Yeah, that's the last 20 minutes of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, Let's talk about the first 70 minutes. Well, well of this I was going to say, like, first off, like, we usually do, like, hey, who's Bamfcast alums? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nobody. None. No. So, second week in a row, no one. I'm surprised Black Hula is not. In some way, but oh. he's not. Yeah. He's not William Marshall. William is Marshall now he, a Banff Cast alum. He will be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I feel like he had been in something we'd done. Well, but... I felt the same way about the professor Russell Johnson from mm-hmm. Gilligan's Island, who's in exactly two scenes for about a screen time of about a minute and a half. They just might as well have set that money on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's in it, and um, Aldo Ray. Yeah, I mean, he's... there's some people like you might recognize from a thing. There here are and there, some but... names in this, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like, hey, here's a sandwich. Come be in this movie. Pretty much. Oh, mm-hmm. you'll get top billing because you're a star. But yeah, expect a short half because uh, you like you like flying, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> like footage of skycopters, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah J- I mean, do you really like footage of skycopters? Jimmy Jet is a local DJ. Mm for uh he's captain jimmy for uh air one one or 1280 flight 1280, flight 1280 yeah. which is the am radio station that everyone fucking loves in this small town of freedom bill is that what it's called lawrenceton freedom something lawrenceville freeville free freeville freedom freedom town freedom town, free town. town. chesterton we yeah. can just keep saying words like that we'll eventually <laughs> piece it out yeah 
Um, <laughs> it's like the, the the thousand monkeys in the typewriter. Eventually, you're going to get Shakespeare. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. we'll get the name of this shit town. But it's got the super mellow intro that's like, hey, here's the history of airplanes and stuff, which is weird because it's about skycopters. But anyway, we get all the way up to the Concord, and it's like, all right, and now here we are. Mm-hmm. And so bikers are being bikers, which means they're being assholes. And we don't really get to see that scene because it's dark. It's dark, and they don't bother to light it. So we'll move on from there and on to a... Well, no. Th- okay. This opening scene is very important to the is it the entire plot of the film because okay. the head biker is like, all right, you hosers, I'm going to fucking call the DJ and request my favorite tune. Mm-hmm. And he goes in the phone booth to do it. Okay. Yes, I guess we do. And he calls Jimmy Jet on the radio and Jimmy Jet is like, hey, man, what's your favorite song? And the guy's like, hey, fuck you, Jimmy Jet. And he's like, whoa, fuck you. Yeah. You slept with my old lady. Yeah. Because that's what bikers say. Yeah. And I'm going to kick your ass. He's like, okay, bye bye. Yeah. See ya, asshole. And also, he's a fiscally responsible biker because, like, a guy like chucks a beer, like being a biker, and he's like, "Hey, hey, man, beers cost money." Yeah, this was filmed in the late seventies and <laughs> the recession and stuff, so <laughs> knock it off. Right? Yeah. There's those bikers go get yeah. political yeah. again. <laughs> Fucking Republican bikers over here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. anyway, that scene sets in motion the entire film, pretty much. Yes, but be- because these bikers fucking hate Jimmy Jet. Yeah. God, they hate him. But Jimmy Jet is a <laughs> DJ who sits in a booth in an astronaut costume for some reason. He does his whole show in a at like a silver spacesuit. He's he, got a gimmick. You had to have a gimmick. He does right. have a gimmick, but you don't have to do it in the studio because right. no one can fucking see you. It's radio. It's sort of like before we did the live stream, we were all butt-ass naked. We were just hanging yeah. free in here. Yeah. yeah, we were free-balling, living that Van Nuys Boulevard kind of <laughs> life. <laughs> Wait, Van were Nuys. we? Yeah. Oh. I was. Yeah. I had a hole cut in the seat, so I could just... <laughs> so you could just dangle? <laughs> just swang. Not swang a, and a dangle. None of this is true. <laughs> There's a reason we don't let the cats in here. That's true, yeah. Like a boxing bag. Just <laughs> like a fucking speed bag. <laughs> yeah. If they were declawed, it would be totally cool, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd pay good money for that. Yeah. <laughs> Certain provinces in the sky. But, anywho. Um, but, no, like, so that sets in motion, and he's sitting in the booth, and we learn that, like, maybe today he's in his, his astronaut outfit because he's going to, as we have learned recently, people used to have, holy shit, there's a mall opening. No, or, it's not even a mall. It's a fucking well, grocery okay, store. It's a grocery store, like, it's a strip mall, basically, yeah. with a grocery store, but, like... It's the Nugget. Yeah, and it's a, it's a big it, to do. Nugget store or the it's the Nugget shopping dumb. complex. Or Whatever something it was, like that. The, it's sure. the actual name of this place. It's, it's the Nugget because like the general managers out there on stage, like if you drive real careful and get to the Nugget, you may find gold. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> yep. So yeah, the whole town is like, yay! But they've hired a, a easy listening country western guy who's actually played by the guy they introduce. Ray Schmeck. Sure. Yeah, Ray Schmeck. <laughs> but all right. Good old Schmeck. That's his name, Ray Schmeck. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's very easily listening because. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the most annoying things in movies. Don't have a guy in a movie that is holding a microphone be inaudible. Rule number one in making a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really easy to mic that guy. He's got one in his hand. But yeah. this guy is like. If that, you are, you are you significantly are louder. Yeah, you're yeah. louder. Yeah. He's like T-Stroll playing rock band. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I think I said during the movie, it's like he was thinking the, the lyrics. Yeah. yeah, he's Kilgrave's son. It's he's like, the cereal bowl it's like the what table. are you yeah. doing? But yeah, so he sings. And yeah. then that's when Jimmy Jet arrives in the Jimmy Jet van mobile. Yeah, he's a space van. Yeah. Um, 
And he's like, hey, rock and rollers, who likes Jimmy Jet, huh? <laughs> I'm Jimmy Jet. Mm-hmm. That's basically the extent of that appearance. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, all right, woohoo, and yeah. then gets back to the studio and is well, like, well, no, the bikers oh, have right. rolled up, they and have. they're like, hey, man, put the dynamite on his van. And you're like, wait, are you serious? And they're like, yeah. So, <laughs> and you think it's just, weird. The bikers actually talk back to you when yeah, you talk to they this do. movie. It's interactive. And you think they're going to blow up this van next to this brand new shopping center and holy yeah. shit, you know, casualties and and him? No, they just plant, they plant a bomb, mm-hmm. but that's for later. Yeah, and then they just follow him, and they they have this whole intricate plan where one of their biker ladies gets off the bike and is like, my friend's car is on fire over in the ditch. Just take this dirt road and go help her, please. You got to. I'm not going to get the van with you, but, yeah, you know. He's and like, he's all right, like, I'm on it. And drives down this road and gets out and is like, oh, there really is a car on fire. And then gets out and is like, oh. And then there's just a guy with a detonator over on the side waiting for me, like, hey, and they blow his fucking van up. They do. And yep. it's like, and then he, he gets blown into a ditch, basically. And they're like, ha score. And about this time, we hear uh, our first a aircraft. A skycopter. Well, it's not a skycopter. This is like an ultralight glider, yeah. like a go-kart with wings, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this is just a yeah. dumb thing. This, this is not a, an official skycopter. Yeah, yeah, this guy just lands and is like... Everything uh, in this movie is a skycopter hey, until somebody punches me different. It's, he's like, hey, man, your van blew up. And he's like, no shit, Sherlock. And he's like... And this guy... Like, they're, they're instantly enemies. This guy, This guy's just like... Hey, I saw the fire. Are you all right? And he's just like, shut up, man. That's a stupid go-kart you got. Look at your fucking beard and your dumb face. Like, and I've always wanted to fly, but not in a piece of shit like that. He's like, I built it myself. And it's like, oh, really? I really want to go on it yeah, now. Well, <laughs> he does introduce himself. He says, I'm Will Powerski. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, is that what it takes? Getting that thing? A lot of willpower? He's like, no. Will Powerski. I'm Polish. And of course, it's Jimmy Jet because it's 1980 and that was the height of humor. Is like, of course you are. And it's like, ha ha ha, Polish jokes. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's the height a, of comedy. That's a way homer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, throwbacks. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I don't know how he eventually convinces him to get in the damn thing. Well, eventually he's just like, well, at least my vehicle works later. Yeah. And he's like, hey, wait. All right. <laughs> fine. Whatever. YOLO and stuff. Right. And gets uh, in. It's a two seater like ultralight. Yeah. And he, he Take me in. back to your shack. And it's all right. It's just we just get it out of the way. Like they the, fall in love immediately. They do yes. pretty much fall in love because like this guy buckles his seatbelt for him. And it's like, OK. I know it's an ultralight glider thing, but seatbelts are seatbelts. Also, it's a two-seater. Like it is. The FAA should burn your corpse. There wasn't an FAA. <laughs> yeah. For trying to put another person in one of those fucking things. Yeah. Well, it's seeds. They, they fly home, and he's still wearing his space costume, and he's like, "Oh man, we gotta land. I'm burned up in the space costume." And then he's just like, "Well, you come back to my place and have a beer." Yeah. And they do, and they fall in love. <laughs> yes, they do. D- d- despite whatever scenes happen in the rest of this movie, mm-hmm. these two characters are in love. Yeah, and it's nice. But eventually, eventually, <laughs> can, we, can we take a pause and talk about the music real quick? Oh, because sure. the music is like a shitty love scene yes. throughout yeah. the entire movie. Because they're sitting next to each other on this love seat as the camera like rotates around the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're both drinking beer in ways that humans don't drink I mean, out of a bottle. You can't spell love seat without eat each other's ass <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that did not go where i was expecting uh, that, that was the point man <laughs> yeah but no they they fall in love and then like he goes back to work all dejected like back in his space band costume and, and doris the receptionist is just like oh i booked you a uh, f- magazine station cover. manager yeah sure i doris. booked you a magazine cover you can't get out of the space suit yet it's doris right Yablonsky. right after right after your shift yeah. and uh yeah. Then he's like, all right, all right fine. fine. <clears throat> yep. I believe this is when the best character in the movie comes in. Uh, the electric weenie. 
Yes, yeah, he's, yep. his shift is ending, and the electric weenie is 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 being introduced. We're like, well, that's an interesting name. Surely he doesn't come dressed as a gimmick for. <laughs> oh, but he does. He dressed like a goddamn hot dog. Yeah, well, n- sort of. He's like <laughs> he's got a a yellow sort of spandexy costume with a red cape. No, the other way around. Is it? It's uh, a red. Okay, red costume. It's a red bodysuit with a yellow cape. Okay. Yeah. And it just he has a shirt shirt that says Electric Weenie. Yes. And and he his his hairstyle and mannerism. Well, his, his hairstyle is kind of like <laughs> like Captain Lou Albano Mario. You know. Yeah. Like it's just all swooped in that kind of eighties thing, and he's got a mustache. And the, but then when he sits down, it's like this weird, almost Creole Cajun thing. Plus German. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's real weird. But we only, that's the last time we're going to see him. But right. Which sadly, sadly. By the way. As I further researched, he is a Bamcast alum. Oh, he was uncredited in Black Shampoo. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> Welcome back, Electric Weenie. He played Chicken Chaser at Barbecue. Mm. Okay. In also, Black also Weenie's not spelled right. It's like W E A N Y. Yeah, that's not. How you're I, supposed well, to the spell. other way is dirty. The FCC yeah. will bust you if you're the electric the, penis. He was just weaning himself <laughs> off electric. You think there's House. an FCC? there's no FAA, FCC, there's no any of these organizations yeah, for this. It was the seventies. There were no rules, the, man. The events of this movie is why those agencies were created. <laughs> we have to crack down on radio profanities uh, with electric penises and your dumb whirly bird helicopters. Yeah. But eventually he's just like, oh, this fucking job. And then it's just back hanging out with his new friend. Um, Will <laughs> and it's like uh, Will's just like hey man you should come work for me like, yeah I'm gonna build a, a skycopter man yeah I'm gonna try it out tomorrow it's like as soon as you see that man you're gonna want to come work with me you said yeah. you always wanted to fly and he's like I work. don't know anything about flying he's like I need to pay bills and stuff it's like ah fuck that you just live here with me and we'll be lovers and build helicopters yeah, together he's like I got a cat he's like cool we need a cat there's mice around here haha <laughs> <laughs> we love each other and all will be well so he basically is like Mr. Kelly is the name of his mm-hmm. cat Basically, he's like, all right, you've talked me into it. Right. I, I, well, after he sees the skycopter, which... I'm all about the unemployment lifestyle mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I don't have a van. I was living in the van, apparently. So. It blew up. Yeah. So, uh, yep. I but guess yeah, he wasn't he... living in the van or the cat would be dead. Yeah, the cat yeah. would be dead. He, he Steve had a... Gutenberg would be he in this place. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... He has one skycopter built. Yeah, and he's like, well, when you see this baby, yeah. You can see some serious shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, we did, because it's like 20 minutes of him flying around this little fucking, like... Skycopter. Skycopter. It's a skycopter. Sure. Pew. It says right on the side, experimental. It so does. if anyone pulls him over, he can just point to the, the side yeah. and go, look, no, yes. experimental. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is for science. <laughs> yeah. Don't pull Damn, me over. The science is too tight. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he flies around a lot and then eventually comes back and Jimmy's like, wow, that's the coolest. Yeah. I'm totally on board with yeah. all of your schemes. So now. he goes to quit. Yes. And um, he's like, how am I going to get there? And he's like, you can borrow a little station wagon. This is important because as he's quit, as he's like sort of quitting, but basically his station manager is like, I'll give you a raise and three weeks uh, paid vacation. Just clear your head. Well, get, get, ex- this, get this nonsense out of your head. He and- explains to her that he's going to quit to build skycopters. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's even dumber than a career in radio. You need to not do that. She's got a point. She does for this time period. <laughs> But yeah, so he's just like, nah, and then they negotiate down to three weeks paid vacation and a huge raise. Yeah, so he's going to get the skycoptering out of his system and then, you know. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, have the willpower to go back to work. And then maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's going to have some willpower. He's going to get, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, So it's it's when he's on his way back, he's he's got his new freedom and he's driving the station wagon, wagon back. The bikers are just like, hey, that's that Jimmy Jack guy we hate for real no reason whatsoever. Get him. Mm hmm. 
and then they just menace him with yeah, they, chains. Yeah, well, they just yeah, they, they beat on his car for a while. They break one window, like yeah. the rear window, I think, with a chain, and then he just pulls over. He's like, nah, damn, and his car's smoking. It's like, because oh, it got beat with chains? Yes. Like, I don't know. But they beat it for like five straight minutes. No, they do. And he doesn't ever try to run them over with no. his, like, you know, it would be justified. 14 ton station wagon from yes. 1978. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they probably, fu- yeah, even earlier. Yeah. Than that, but, yeah. but they fuck it up and mm-hmm. he gets back and is like, I broke your car. And he's like, yeah. don't worry. I've got a whole junkyard of cars. Let's go build another skycopter. Yeah. And then it's skycopter building montage. And he's like, this one's for you. And he just <laughs> teaches him how to fly without ever get, taking him off the ground. He's just like, pedals, do this. Okay. Look at the thing and look hey, at man. this thing. Only way to now learn. go. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, you might want to put your seatbelt on. <laughs> well, I like that. Okay, so main dude's skycopter has like a little seat and a car and, you know, like a door and everything. Mm -hmm. The second one that he builds is just a seat on a wireframe. There's literally nothing surrounding him at all. Well, yeah, that's like a level one skycopter and you have to do a few missions before you can start like buying parts for your sky yeah you got to go to the skycopter store i mean this guy's got like a like a you know basically a go-kart with a with a rotor on top this guy's like you know got danny deck chair version of it you know (laughs) yeah so they both skycopter for a while and they point at things and oh yeah they're all lots of skycoptering and they got (laughs) lots of aerial shots and fly over yeah and about i think it's about this time like they were like man let's buzz the town Mm -hmm. because then the whole town is just like and like Oh yeah, this Shit starts is, some action sequences. Oh, like people just start crashing into people. Like yeah. guy crashes in the back of the cop and he's like, "Oh, we're here to surprise us." He's like, "I saw the thing in the sky." And then the cop sees it, and like, "Holy shit!" and takes off and just <laughs> blows through an intersection, which his car just gets t-boned by another car, and then that that car goes flying into another car that explodes. And that, he, yes, that car explodes. Mm-hmm. A citizen's car explodes because of the skycoptering and the dumb yep. police chief. Yep. Mostly the dumb police Mostly chief. Mostly the dumb yeah. police chief. But yeah, so man, he gets out to confront the guy that he hit or hit him, and this is just the drunkest ass town drunk you've ever seen. And he's just like, and this is just him and the police chief talking over each other for two straight minutes until the drunk just, the, the cop is just like, I gotta go. And the, the drunk is just like, yeah, well, I gotta. And he just deflates. He just instantly loses all body mass yeah. and slinks down onto the ground. And he had a, some sort of good quip while he was slipping. He's quipping sure. and slipping. He, yeah, he, he did say I said something. something about calling AAA or something. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, about this time when we're like, holy shit, this is just about some dudes like living the skycopter lifestyle. That's yeah. when the plot decides to kick in because this yeah. is where we finally meet Blackula, who's like, <laughs> I mean, I think there was there's a brief scene where there's this like dumb voiceover thing where he landed in like a private plane or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they he lands and then they get in a car and they drive off and it's yeah. just like there's a quick like well, there's oil here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, like, he, wait, he, what? He basically, has the major dad from Deadwood speeches like I don't need prospectors. I know where the oil is. Like, I can smell it. Smell it. And then yeah, it's basically like he's talking to an underling. It's like. We've got to kick everybody out of this town and mm-hmm. take the oil. The direction was just like, for him, was just everything is overwrought. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is acting. If you've never seen this man act before, this That's is not so, a stretch. No. This is what he does. Uh, if you ever saw Pee-wee's Playhouse, he was the king of cartoons for there for the first couple yeah. of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what you hire him to do. Yeah, but and he, but holy it, shit, does he do it? But he's he's Peter O'Toole in the theater acting, mm, you know, mm-hmm. where he, like you're projecting to the back, just like I am acting. <laughs> yes, but he's like the dying king. He's just yeah. like yeah. I will proclaim everything, and you know, it's just like I just mm-hmm. wonder yep. how he like orders a pizza. You know, if he's like <laughs> I know exactly how he orders. A pizza. 
pepperoni on just the one half. The other half. Non-pizza. Left beef. If I find a single slice of pepperoni on the other half. I will complain to the manager. There will be hell to pay. And you shall rule the day. Yeah, But yes, he's basically like. The guy's like, ah, I got a plan here. She like, <laughs> we'll get the local bikers and we'll pay off the cops and uh, you know everybody will just leave and we can buy it for pennies. Ah. And we'll get all and the like, oil. That sounds fantastic. Your plan is the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just love how like they they're just like, all right, we need people to understand that this guy's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So he has the speech, and by the end, he's like, I just love. To stomp on the underdog and take advantage of him. He's like, capitalism, am I right? (laughs) 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 Laugh with me. (laughs) Those less fortunate, I love to make their lives worse. Yeah, because before that, you're kind of on board with like, yeah, you're cool, man. I want to hang out with you. And they're like, oh, wait, no, you're a shitty capitalist. Boo. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Forget all that for a while because we got more sweet skycopter I mean, well, to do. Yeah, more, plenty more skycopter because it's like, hey, yeah, there was a plot, but forget that for a while because we're just hey, yeah? skycopter around. <laughs> yeah, Chuck's never heard of that. that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, which involves like they are like, yeah, I guess we're real comfortable with a skycopter again. We're just going to like land it at the local pizza place or whatever hot dog on a stick. Yeah, they place. land it somewhere in town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, and there's like they just go into this and there's just bar and there's just two ladies. Now it's 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 worth noting there are two ladies here and Mm -hmm. they are immediately like, hey ladies, and they don't mention that like they don't drop like they're playing it cool. They're just like a couple you know a couple of hot ladies like you need a couple of handsome dudes like us and they're like, well we'll be over here. Let us know if they come in. (laughs) They're funny and never drop the like worst skycopter captains and no why would you <laughs> but then eventually like one of them was yeah. like i recognize you and he's like yes this is the man formerly known as you know captain jimmy from the radio and they're like i hated your music and she's like, like oh well tell yeah. me about your and that's, philistine that's, that's, yeah, that's basically the susan the P- pianist who's like not gonna be the rest of this movie basically because like <laughs> they are just like yeah we'll, we'll meet you at the disco cool and and they're like ratio yeah they go outside <laughs> and then they're like oh yeah these are just our skycopters you know like uh no big deal yeah. you know just like we'll race you there and they're like we'll just run and then they go to the disco for a while and just it's the disco up yeah it, and they get there first they do the skycopters not, yes. the, not the, oh i thought they said do you want to disco, disco it up, up. Mm-hmm. no i thought they said do you want to disco up not go to disco up it's now i am not yeah. confused that, yeah. that's why i was upset because the name of the place is like the galaxy in a 2000 galactic the real place yes galactica disco I yes believe is what it was so i mean like come on guys mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing um, Apparently they they didn't you know cut a promotion deal on like the Nugget which is a real place. Yeah, the Nugget got their real name in there. But yeah, they disco for a while to like just the lamest not disco thing ever. I mean, it's it's basically all the music in this fucking movie is lame as shit. Mm, except I, for I can't I can't go with you on that because I mean like all right I don't necessarily think the music's bad. None of it fits with what's going on. That's why it's lame as shit. Oh, okay, yeah. it's like smooth jazzy bullshit except for one track but like the the music will get bombastic and epic epic when they're just doing like hour nine of aerial shots mm-hmm. and it's just like oh okay well that's that's pretty good if it was like while action was happening but anyway i just, I, I before we mm-hmm. get out of the scene i just want to point out that that when they first sit down there is a giant breasted waitress that comes over to them mm-hmm. that actress's name is gay good enough I just want to point that out. That's an awesome name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for her. 
All right. Good enough for her. <laughs> it's good enough. So yeah, it's, it's fine. for me. It's good enough. Yeah, they they disco it up, and the bikers have arrived outside, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, it's those skycopters." Well, 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 yeah, they're like, "Let's go." F- hey, he's here. Let's go fuck up a skycopter. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know at what point they put together that he's a skycopter guy. Now, I but... think they saw him buzz over at one point. They're like, sure. "Hey, that's that Jimmy Jet son of a bitch." But once again, the the, the fiscally responsible bike leader guy is like, "Hey." You know, rag, nah, rat, rat face or rat, so yeah, Ratso. whatever. It's like, you know, you should get your, you know, gas tank fixed. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, we'll do it tomorrow. And there's a shot of just gas pouring out of this motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Which they don't hold much gas anyway, so it's no, like, that yeah, should the, be a problem. It a should real big be. problem. It is just pouring out of this thing. But yeah, he's just like, well, all right, I'll fix it tomorrow. Yeah. And then they come out to like leave, basically. And then it's like, hey, it's Captain, let's fuck him up. Let's fuck their sky <laughs> copters up and then them. And well, Okay, so this doesn't even get to fighting words, really. They they say the bikers say something to one of the girls. Like the girl says something like, "Take a hike" or something, and 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 one of the bikers says, "Yeah, I'll take a hike with you in the sleeping bag or something." <laughs> and then just out of nowhere, one of the dudes is just like, oh, "Punch!" And then it's on. Like it's, it's just, a fair response given what's happened up to this point. It is, mm-hmm. but it just for this particular instance, it doesn't seem to elevate itself to that. At that point, hmm. but whatever, it's on. Um, and there's there's some bad punching and some bad shoving, and then so uh, not Jimmy Jet, the other guy, yeah, the Donnie Willpower guy, Billy Will, Willpower, <laughs> Frank Jet, Frank. William Powerstein, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yeah, Powerski. Um, <laughs> he has noticed that the bike is hemorrhaging gasoline, uh-huh. so he goes into a car. No, he goes into a skycopter. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, he yeah. has an emergency flare. Okay, he pulls out a flare, and so while the Donnybrook is happening uh, near the the disco, he's just standing there, lighting the flare. No well, one's paying attention to him. Well, because now they've threatened to murder the DJ. Like he, yeah. someone produces a knife, and they've got the DJ oh, right, guy yeah. at, the, at the at the throat with a knife. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, think fast, flare," <laughs> and hucks it at the bike. Yes, and the bike catches fire. Doesn't explode immediately, no, like it probably it should, but um, but, but yeah, they're just like, "Oh shit, cheese it." Yep. Yeah, and it's one, the fire. <laughs> yeah, one one guy tries to put the bike out for half a second. They're like, "Leave it!" and and then he hops to the back of a bike, and this has broken this up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I so like we never see. Well, we don't see one of those girls ever again. I guess she was the probably, blonde is yeah, never seen again. Yeah, the, the the one who was too fancy for his music goes off and is like, "Yeah, there's knife fights in this town. Fuck this place." Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, go and get in a Carnegie Hall. Yep. Practice, practice, practice. Right. Here. Take away its credit card. Yeah. Um. So there's more skycoptering, and then they meet a sky flying lady. They do. There's just a lady up there with her own not skycopter, but it's like, like a weird ultralight thing. It's a skycopter. You're right. Everything is a sky. They copter. really are all skycopters. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's aren't just we a all skycopters, Jimmy? <laughs> wow, uh, you just blew my mind, man. But they just point at her a bit, and she points back, and then they all land, uh-huh. and then they go skinny dipping. And it well, gets... no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the guys first, first, he has an over. He has. He's like a. Oh, hey, that's so and so. Like she's an ex girlfriend of mine. Let's just play it cool. Cut to the guys are skinny dipping. Yeah, she's, she's still got clothes. She's on. still got clothes she on. Does, yeah, but they're bare ass naked. They are fucking hanging it out. And, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "I'll be right back." And then she steals their clothes, and they're like, "Oh, you come back here." But nothing comes with that. No. Don't don't worry about coming back. Yeah. We he's got like, we got this. We'll... I'm just like I'm cold. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts to like they've made a fire and like uh captain jimmy they rub like, their dicks together to make that fire <laughs> that's how you get sparks yeah. hey you do not knock sparks they were a great band they Joe. were pretty good they were that roller coaster they movie. were yeah. <laughs> that was a great but that's also coaster. how you get sparks you that's, get to rub two dicks together true yeah uh, 
what? I don't know. Oh, but well, yeah, so but Captain, Jimmy, Captain Jimmy's tired and, and goes to sleep, and then they. Well, have he's the taking sex. a sneaky nap. He's not yeah, really well, sleeping because, yeah. like, for his his new lover starts making out with that girl, and then <laughs> but he invites her to live with him. So, like, I'm, I'm just I'm like, she's like, "Wait, we don't really hang out anymore." He's like, "Yeah, you're right." He's like, "We should do that. We should fix that." She's like, "Oh, I could live with you." He's like, "Yeah, come on, move in." It's like now. She's got her own skycopter, man. She, she does. <laughs> but whatever. It's, it's, they're making like a skycopter commune by the end of this movie, basically. Cause, Kinda. Because Captain Jimmy's living there now, too. And so is Sky Lady. Mm-hmm. Woo, Sky Lady. Yeah. Uh, Sklady. But yeah, yeah so like, they're in love now. So like that took care of the fact that the other lady just left or whatever. Right. Um, the bikers have been approached. Uh-huh. And they will be given... Oh, they're, they're all about it. Yeah, they're, it's like, we will pay you $2,500 right now to start smashing up the town. You get the rest on after completion of the job. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. fucking do it. We were doing it for free five minutes ago. Let's fucking do this. So, uh, and also they're going to pay off the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So... Not sort of. I mean, Blackula basically calls the sheriff. It's like, hello, sheriff. <laughs> it's like, attention. How, how's that wife of yours? <laughs> right. Anyway, some people are going to be fucking up your town. Your town's going to get fucked. Let's look the other way. And he's like, what, what if people can't hurt your stuff? Like, nobody will get hurt. <laughs> Just tell your deputies to look the other way. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, I don't buy your wife something pretty. Yeah. Never was the talk of money or anything. I it's think just, that was the implication. He that gets there paid would later. There's, a, there's a, a scene payment. where the yeah. sheriff gets paid. Sure. But, but uh, it's not discussed on the phone. It's just no, like, no. The, this just, is just Blackula like, telling him to do it. He's, he's just like, like, oh, it's Mr. Muckety Muck from Sacramento. 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 So, you know, like, he means business, so. Yeah. It's Blackula from Blackmento. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Blackramento? There it is. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, uh, Get there there's, there's a, a burger joint. There is. And people are, are going to get their, their burgers and their shakes. Uh-huh. And this is <laughs> what... No, this scene starts with just some random guy sitting in a car, <laughs> yeah. and the surliest waitress is like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a car hop, basically, and she's yep. like bringing the tray to the car, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, you forgot my onion ring. She's like, hey, you didn't order any. You won't die without them. Bye. <laughs> like, walks <laughs> And the guy's like, huh. Oh. And immediately, that's when the bikers descend upon them and, like, start fucking with them first, and he's like, if only I had onion rings. Yep, but... Yeah, yeah, but then, no, they, they, they eat his food and then they drink his milkshake. They do the drink. They, they, they drink, drink it up. They drink it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they menace the women like the dudes are just like, haha, I'm eating your fries. And the women are like, haha, you're about to get raped. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, nothing happens. Well, look, Chuck, nobody was going to get hurt. I mean, that wasn't a crime in the 70s, especially for bikers in <laughs> a town outside Sacramento. Right. But <laughs> there was implied sarcasm. If you didn't catch it, just I, just I so you know. I know. All right. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So anyway, it's real bad for the ladies. It's only mildly inconvenient for the dudes. Mm-hmm. Um. Th- so this is where. All right. So the other okay. the other lady from the disco is there or, it, or nearby. This is weird because I did not even recognize her until twenty minutes later. Okay. Like so, it just seems like this lady. You didn't recognize those eyebrows? No, I wasn't looking. Her eyebrows were up there. <laughs> <laughs> she she's not wearing much of a shirt, and it's true. She's, she's it's wearing, barely a fucking. She's wearing shirt. plenty of body underneath it. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, I don't mean in the bad bad way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I like the seventies. Yeah, seventies were but, all right. But she, yeah. she, she sees the, I'm reminded that the seventies were all right. Yeah, except for like the you know the menacing except of for the biker part. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like she just kind of rolls up and is like, oh, something's happening here. Something's afoot. I better go inside and speak to the manager. 
Which she, she didn't have that kind of haircut. I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah, but she goes in and it's just she talks to like the waitress who's behind the you know the the steel barrier, and she's like, "Isn't someone going to do something?" She's like, "I called the sheriff, but nobody answered." Yeah, and, then, and then the manager, Mister Mustache, walks out and he's just like, "Can I help you?" And she's like, "Um, hello, your place is getting smashed." And he's like, "Well, I am the manager," <laughs> and goes out to confront them. And the main biker has just stolen a kid's ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. Like again, the dudes get it super easy they just get their food stolen and so and the manager comes out, i was like i'm afraid i'm gonna have to ask you to leave and the guy's like i'm afraid i'm gonna have to smash your face with this ice cream cone um and she comes out and she's like what the hell what's, what's well, she, she never confronts the biker she's just like oh well yeah that's that's not helping so i'm just gonna drive to the to the police station and she does and she confronts the sheriff and is like, oh, hey. I had no idea. I'll call one of my guys. I'll get yeah. right over there. So he calls him and he's like, yeah, you should get in motion. He's like, I'm right on it, chief. I'm yep. just going back to eating his hamburger or whatever the hell he was doing. Yep. That's like, you know, nothing's happening. And she rides back over and it's like, look, I mean, bikers are assholes. We've established this through 9,000 episodes of that we've done of this. What? But the shot is not, it's kind of unfortunate because A, there's like maybe 12 bikers in this gang, maybe at most. Oh, six. Six. Yeah, probably more like six. <laughs> I'm saying the odds the odds are in the town's favor to fight back, even if they have knives. And it's made more abundantly clear by the fact that like she parks in front of a place that is welding and blacksmithing. Yeah. And it's like, there's an entire fucking arsenal behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Go there. Arm yourself. That's where your arming montage should be. Yes. Right. Not in the fucking skycopter yeah. drone. <laughs> like, the A-team's probably already in there doing some sweet shit to a van. Uh-huh. Right. So just go in there. But no, she's just like, oh, it's still happening. Where are the cops? And then it's just driving and then, like, finds the sheriff just out mosing around and, like, does a sweet stunt around him and is like, hey, the fuck? <laughs> like... Why aren't you over at the place stopping the... And he's like, oh, more important. I got another call. Pressing thing. She's like, fine. I'm going to Sacramento. I'll get their police. <laughs> I'm going to get the Sacramento cops to come and do your They'll job. deal with it. And then he's like, the hell you say? And well, he's like, what if I plant drugs on you? That'll show you. <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs> he just pulls out his pocket like, yeah, I'll put drugs and other things. Like, why the fuck do you have drugs on you, old man sheriff? Uh, because he's a corrupt sheriff. I know. Duh. Yeah. But still. Just in case a black guy wanders into town. That's true. You do have to have the drugs. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she's that's like... That's not my personal opinion on how things should go. No, that's, that's just, just how, how it works. Goes in, go in Actually, the 70s uh, in these weird places. Of all the weird things in this movie, this this town is super racially cool. I'm saying like there's there's people of different colors and nobody gives a shit. Uh, I'm just saying for, yes. for a movie of this era, that's not the factor. It's just... Yeah. Bikers, bikers, bikers are assholes. Like, <laughs> nobody says anything derogatory to anybody. Like no, like that. No, yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing like that. But anyway, ladies, like screw this Sacramento time. Yeah, and the cop gets chased, and the cop is like, "Fuck this! We're having a '70s chase down this tiny highway." Yeah, are and, they though? Because she's just driving straight, and he's like doing the sideswipe thing, and she's just like, "Oh, it's." I mean, no, it's no. pretty high speed for what they're doing, and a couple of times both cars almost eat it. Yeah, uh, except there's, like, side... She never tries to maneuver or do anything, like, no. almost every 70s chase. I mean, this is how many years after Bullet, people learned, like, the the, the the secret to a good car chase is to take turns and go right. to, down different roads and try to lose them. No, this is but, one straight highway. Yeah, they is, can't film anything on the ground. Yeah. No. It's... Yeah, they, these are skycopter I mean, yeah. people in mind. Get the helicopter and shoot some overhead shots of the car chase. Uh, Whatever. Meh. But anyway, eventually, like, a like a camper Winnebago thing is coming down the road. They split. The sheriff, like, does a boss hog off the side of the road, like, oh, no. I guess he, yeah, he goes off Coltrane, a tiny embankment and, and then flips, flips over. His car. And she is like, oh, well, I guess she's fine until it's like, 
No. No. She, she her brakes stop working and yeah, she goes down a ravine at a bridge and mm-hmm. her car lands like upside down in water. Well, first on the hood or on the on the front and then like flips over and we're like, "Oh, she's dead." Yeah. But they both crawl out of the vehicle. I think hers explodes when she gets away because the cop comes over and is like, go darn it. And they're like, must have died. Oh, yeah. I guess it blew up. So he's happy that she's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does smile for half a second and is like, hey, when a big old people take me to town, take me back to town. I have to get back to the sheriff's office. But that's when uh, I guess skycopters have this like, you know, on on fire car alert because like, yeah, they're just flying around. It's like, that's how Will Powerski found the love of his life. Yeah, it's true. Via a vehicle fire. Mm -hmm. That light doesn't dim. Like it just stays bright. It does when you're looking for burned out cars. You never know. You might find another lover that way. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he already has two. No need to get greedy. He's building an army. Listen, <laughs> man has lots it's of willpower. The 70s. <laughs> he does have a lot of willpower. <laughs> He's gonna make a lot more willpowers. Will's power. <laughs> that um, is his power. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, building a harem. <laughs> but yeah, so like they 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 land and they're like they find her and she's just like eventually. Okay, look, this lady for the entire movie has been super badass and just like I'm gonna confront everybody and fuck this and save the town and why is this happening? Understandably, she's just been in a car accident, but like she just turns into the whiniest shit. She wasn't wearing a seatbelt. No, there were no airbags. I there mean, were two she, airbags. She, she had her <laughs> airbags, but yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> You guys. Oh, sorry. There's a... <laughs> come on now. There's a point where you're allowed to, like, freak out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But she yeah. does She if does. pour it your on. car and it exploded... Yeah. I guess. Yes. I think you're justified. I like that everyone runs over to her and they're like, are you okay? Is anything broken? And they're all pawing at her. Oh, yeah. Like, is this broken? Is that broken? Let me squeeze on this. Yeah. It's Let's like... Let's check your neck. Yeah. Let me give you a good shake to yeah. see what happens. <laughs> are you breathing okay? How about now? I'm just going to wrench it back and forth to make sure it doesn't hurt. We didn't know. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah. But eventually, like, at first she's like, what happened? Where am I? What's going on? And then eventually it's like, the sheriff did this. Sacramento and like, cops. And they're like, all right, let's get you back to our place and undressed. <laughs> because, like, they cut to, yeah. like, they're just chilling. And I guess, oh. like, you know, everyone's, like, got their shirts off. Like, they're not naked. They're just, like, everyone's got their shirts off. And they're just sitting around, like, well, talking. Well, the ladies are just wearing their slips. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like, what scene did we miss here? Why are you not dressed? <laughs> yeah, did they just edit out the orgy? Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Y'all just fucked, didn't you? And yeah. now you're coming up with a plan to stop the bikers. I mean, All that's the right priority. I get it. But, like, why did we skip this in the filmmaking? <sighs> yeah, but they it, showed one one pair of boobs, and it was during the biker scene. harassment scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Will's got a plan. He's like, I got a plan. Yeah, and he calls the professor. <laughs> he does. Gilgan's Island professor. And uh, this is he's like, playing hey. a professor. Yeah, it's a stretch. <laughs> But yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Come on down here. And, he, and then he's like, after that phone call, he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I know this guy. He can get us some explosives. He makes explosives. He makes explosives. <laughs> and I know all these people that I, I previously said that I sold all these ultralight skycopters to. We're going to get them all together and we're going to take back the town. Yep. And we're like, oh, hey, the rescue is finally happening. Yep. And so they fly over to meet the professor. He they gives them a box of bombs. <laughs> they all right. He gives them a box of like paper towel rolls with like blocks of wood on the end and some. Let's be honest. They're just painted bowling bl- pins. They're just painted black toy plastic bowling pins. Yep. Which makes sense because all these things are are actual air. You know, ultralights mm-hmm. and super light fake bowling pins are going to make for great things. You can strap all over them, like you know, yeah, sure, Ram- Rambo style, I guess. 
Sure. But yeah, and it's just a, it's, it's a weird gearing up montage of like all of these hippies bring all their <laughs> hang gliders, skycopters, paragliders, biplanes. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are, Chuck. <laughs> no such thing as hippies in 79. Yeah, they were, Chuck. No. These are a bunch of long-haired hippie people. No. Yeah, they need not fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. But yeah, they all suit up and and strap bombs to their <laughs> skycopters. Yes, they do. They they gear up to the, like the weirdest song, and then it's just like yeah, the gearing up song is not good. Nope. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking all kinds of different types. I mean, like from things that have like an actual cockpit to like full on hang gliders that have a go kart engine in the back with like you know dudes having to do like the little strap to and sway thing while mm-hmm. people people are. And there's this really bizarre. It's it's like it's I wouldn't even say it's a Dutch angle. It's like oh yeah, it's like a Belgian angle because it's like it's almost <laughs> ninety degrees. Like it's, like, <laughs> I mean it's it's almost like they just turned the camera sideways and pointed it at the end so that everyone well, like could just... they dug a hole and put the camera operator in it and the camera operator fell over. Yeah, and then they just shot the scene. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because yeah, the planes are marching out at this weird ass angle that's unsettling. Um, but yeah, then they all just launch. Yeah, and skycopter yeah. away, and then we're like, okay, and the bikers are like, they're fucking shit. Well, up. well the biker, bikers are at first are like, let's go get. Cap- they've still got a hard on for killing Captain Jimmy, so they're like, let's go fucking kill Captain Jimmy, and they're like, yeah, we're done fucking. Like they've been fucking up the town all over the place, breaking windows. They're beating the shit out of every car, which is sort of like, okay, you want to, you want people out of the town. That's yeah. your ultimate goal: sell their land, get the fuck out of town. You have destroyed every mode of transportation out of the town. Yep. First, they, that was their first plan. Like, let's kill all the cars. They shook down the sheriff for another thousand dollars, which is just the most pointless scene because then they're like, hey, let's go get that Jimmy asshole drive out to the airport. So they head out that way. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they're they're heading that way. And that's when, like, the skycopters are in flight and they're about to, you know, I don't I can't make that. <laughs> I can't joke. There. No. Yeah. But the soundtrack kicks on Flight of the Valkyries. Mm hmm. Yeah, because of course it does. Mm-hmm. It should have been flying with bumblebees. Or, I mean, really, like, just it. Yes, yeah. for the little tiny things that they were. Apocalypse Now had just come out, and they probably thought they were being clever. Yeah, they thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Flight of the Valkyries is the song that should always happen when either a tiny bearded wrestler comes out or <laughs> any flying thing attacks anything on the ground. Or y- Vietnam. Yes. A- or Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Um, had that's a big or <laughs> well you know <laughs> had they been able to follow through and make this sequence cool it would have they been... haven't been able to make anything cool in this entire movie but so... you figure okay they had enough self-awareness to play that song obviously we know what's about to happen here they're going to drop bombs on the bikers murder them all and save the town and you're like okay let's blow up some shit it'll be cool let's do this and then they just dick around because yeah. like the bikers are at the airport for half a second and they drop bombs near them and the bikers are like, bail. No, they're just very calmly like, oh, well, fuck, let's go back and fuck up the town. Yeah. And then they just turn around and leave and go back to immediately go back to like, well, let's beat on some cars again. Yeah. They go back to the town to fuck some more shit up. Now, and the, the skycopters take for fucking ever to get to town. Well, they're just following them along the highway. It's like yeah. where it would be a good idea to bomb them. They're all in a pack. <laughs> they're all together. Yeah. All you have to do is concentrate your bombing and like right there yes you have bowling pins you should understand this concept and knock them all down and you're not gonna fuck up like your actual town that you're trying to save but no they wait for them to get right back into town square and start they just bomb main street they do and there's nobody on main street it doesn't make any sense 
there are people on Main Street, except for when the bombs are going off. Then yeah. there is nothing on Main Street. Right. For some reason, there was some there was yeah, some yes. kid booking along. Oh, that the, kid was like. There was somebody who was like, "I'm going to be in this movie because like there's there's the choppers are going down the street and there's just some kid like like trying to keep pace." Yeah. Oh, like, he is running yeah. his fucking ass off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God bless you, kid. Yeah. But anyway, like. Yeah, they get to, they're just back to fucking up cars and like, well, back to what we were doing. I guess that weird bombing thing in the airport wasn't important. And then, yes, of course, bombs start dropping and they take forever to miss like everything and eventually hit one of the bikes. Oh, God, they've got they parked all their bikes in the middle of the street. It's super easy to just blow these fucking things up mm-hmm. and they miss every single goddamn one of them until yep. one guy's like, like you were saying, it's like they can't hit these bikes. Safety zone around the bikes. <laughs> get on your bikes. So the only decent thing that fucking happens is in this is like one guy's running towards some telephone booths mm-hmm. and they drop a bomb next to him and that stunt man got fucking wrecked yeah like the blast from that thing threw him into a wall and yep. that guy was legitimately like clutching his back yeah mm-hmm. yes he slipped a Dead. disc yeah yeah the director <laughs> ran over the x on his arms right, right, yeah. right after like, no this is real yeah. <laughs> breaking <laughs> kayfabe here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah uh, and then it's just like, well, we killed that one guy, and I guess the bikers fucked off to wherever, and we win. And Blackula gets a call. Is like, well, no, wait. The last thing they do is they all oh, bomb the police car, true. the police chief's car. Which I think they got the call before that happened because I think it was the cop that made the call. So that would have happened like while the place was blowing up, and uh, he's like, but yeah, he gets the dramatic like, they're doing what <laughs> with tiny helicopters. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> helicopters. And well, then okay. they, they, they just left this dramatic. Like, Orpheus. We we missed a plot point because oh. while they were getting the bombs from the professor, mm-hmm. one of them looks over and there's a newspaper with the headline: "Oil discovers oh, right. in Libertyville, evil tycoon to steal town to get oil." Now, why Blackula didn't think to pay off this fucking small town newspaper to not report on this? I don't know. His plan is dumb. But that's actually what foils him because one of the things that the non-existent voice on the phone tells him is like, it's in the press. Mm-hmm. I'm ruined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the best part. He's just like, tiny helicopters. Shit. <laughs> yep. And he just puts his head down on the desk. Mm-hmm. There's really no repercussions for him. He's fine. Yeah, pretty much. He's rich. He can go get your oil somewhere else. Dude. Everything's going to be just great. You're for a capitalist. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine no matter what happens. Yeah. Just go down to the Galactica Disco and frack some oil. Yeah. Speaking of, mm-hmm. that's where this movie ends. They just go uh, to the yeah. fucking disco. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah. we win. Let's disco it up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And the camera spins around a hell of a lot for no reason. <laughs> Like, they just put this camera wrapped around a rubber band and just let it go. <laughs> it spins around the room. And you're like, please stop that. And then credits roll. Yep. The end. Skycopter yeah. is done. I mean, a uh, semi-accurate title. There was Skycopters and there was a rescue, but there's not anything real particularly great <laughs> going on. The the Muppet caper was much greater than this. <laughs> um, the escape Far better, far more great than this. I have a feeling this town, Gatsby, pr- probably Gatsby, talks about way greater. Yeah, than but this. this town is like, hey, you don't remember the great skycopter rescue of 1980, where they fought off the bikers and saved our town. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much my rating scale. Is like, um, there's this Muppet Caper, Escape, Gatsby. Okay. Yeah. Gatsby's on top of the list, huh? Well, it's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> right there in the title. <laughs> and the expectations might even be below this. Oh, okay. I, I was very disappointed with that. Mm. Yeah. Well, but <laughs> classic joke. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Um, yeah. All right. 
I'm going to go ahead and go because I know it's all going to go lower from this. So I'll start off the positivity. I'm going to give it a single jocks, believe it or not. And I'm gonna, I don't believe it. And I'm, and I'm going to explain this why. What? <laughs> You've <laughs> given <laughs> this movie a single jocks. As dumb as it is, as boring as, as, dumb it, is, as it is, as boring as it is from time to time, <laughs> there is something about these dumb slice of life things like this from this time period that make them watchable to me. I, you know, it's, 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 it's the aesthetic. It's the, Va- it's not, it's not Van Nuys Boulevard, obviously, oh, but no. like, I'm thinking things in this milieu, I just enjoy. <laughs> and the fact that it's like thinking about the, like, I had more fun in my head. I think thinking about that, like someone was like, you know, what's going to be big ultra light personal aircrafts. That's where we're at now. Yeah. People can build and own their own aeroplane or skycopter. And we know some people that do it and we're going to make a movie. I feel like I saw ads for these things in Boys Life magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Jones skycopter, Billy. <laughs> this is some guy who bought one out of popular mechanics and <laughs> built one and then met all the other skycopter nerds like, so wait, there's more of you at an airport <laughs> and was like, I'm an idiot that has four hundred thousand dollars. Let's film a movie. Yes. Yeah. But between, I mean, like I said, I don't think the soundtrack is bad. It's just misused for the wrong things. Like they need to learn how to time the dramatic music and the ride of the Valkyries to when shit's actually blowing up and not like the crescendos while they're just chasing them down the road. Mm-hmm. That being said. Blackula is awesome in this, <laughs> and for the yeah. few moments that he's on it on screen, he is giving just one of those kind of amazing performances that we love. Yeah. So like, there is enough going on that I can recommend this dumb movie as dumb and boring as as you're you're gonna like. You're probably gonna like five minutes into this be like, what in the literal fuck are you talking about? But <laughs> stick with it. It's kind of worth a watch. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all I'm saying. Okay. I cannot agree with that. <laughs> Uh, I'm going two bags. Okay. I mean, as much as I enjoy slice of life, like, hey, we're covering this fad that nobody remembers. There's not. I mean, all right. I've watched a lot of ultralights fly overhead. I'm sure all these people ended up decapitated one day once their hearing was gone and they forgot that the engine was on. And <laughs> yeah, it's like airboats. Yeah. yeah. Like, some- hey, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to their ultralight and they became ultra short. You know, yeah. it just. Man, they should have made Sky Gator after. <laughs> okay. Sky Gator. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you might have me back well, I, mean, I mean, the Burt Reynolds Gator. That Gator. The White Lightning Gator. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. yeah, we knew what you meant. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. For the but, audience out there, that might be like, but to that me, sounds like, like a sci-fi movie. To me, literally, the only enjoyable thing was William Marshall and that one woman's well-endowed chest. Yes. Okay. She was pleasant. Her but otherwise, Jahoobies, yeah. Otherwise, just eh. I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, so they're still flying around the sky, huh?" I think it was the same scene. Yeah, I think you fell asleep and woke up during the same scene that was twenty-five minutes long. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on on two bags. I, it's not. It's not offensive. It's it yeah, doesn't it's not anger offensive. you. It just bores. It's you. just fucking boring until William Marshall is on screen. Or the one second when you, not one second, but the like three minutes of Flight of the Valkyries where these, there are these dinky little ultralights mm-hmm. just bopping around the screen. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think most of their whatever $100,000 budget probably went to gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because it was like, well, it was 1980. So maybe it was, maybe gas was expensive, but. 
it was helicopter noises. Yeah. Was most of the budget probably. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's If any of our main characters had had any charisma at all or any of the ladies had had any charisma at all. Mm-hmm. I think you're very much forgetting about Electric Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he wasn't a main character. Well, I'm I mean, he saying. is a main character in my heart. Yes. But, <laughs> but not in this movie. Okay. Yeah. I'll never forget Electric Weenie. But I will forget all of the milk toast idiots in this movie. <laughs> never forget Electric Weenie. Um, this side of the table is cool. I'm giving it a, a jocks also. Uh, what is wrong with you? I, 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 I thought you. I thought you and I were going to be on the same page because we've watched a lot more of these yes. for extra. Yes, like I'm saying, that's like, that's, a, that's exactly where I was going. We, with this. Y'all got to stop hanging out. We've so seen much. some bad slice of life things. For yeah, the 70s. I, like, especially in the van world. Like we watched some other dumb things like that. Yeah, and, and I, one of the quote unquote benefits of extra for you guys is that mm-hmm. we kind of wade through some shit that I'm like you know what those guys would rebel against that mm-hmm. and we've seen it uh, just recently that fucking Judge Reinhold movie was fucking oh, garbage yeah. um, but so I, I think I'm, yes there's a lot of dumb skycoptering in this that takes up too much time I think you could make a cut of this that cuts out most of that skycoptering and this would be an action packed motion picture with some dumb discoing in the middle mm-hmm. it's just that the skycoptering scenes fucking kill it because the music sucks while they're doing it and they're not doing anything they're just here's a skycopter in the sky it's not even that they're flying over a particularly interesting land. No, either. it's like all this farmland is dirt. It's I mean, just like these people are growing dirt. I mean, you know, like California is a nice place. No one talks about like, oh, Sacramento. Yeah. Around Sacramento, that's the part of California yeah. you want to live in. But no. it also seems like whatever they farm in this area, it was off season. So there was nothing to look at. It was just garbage everywhere. Um, but I, I like you. I like this kind of aesthetic. I like this kind of just dumb, random hey, man, it's the 70s. Who cares? Let's just go from one scene to another and nothing has to matter. Yeah, going from bickering at each other's throats to, you know, instant lifelong bonded lovers. Right, and I think their relationship is sweet. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they kept trying to pretend like they were straight. That bothered me. Yeah. Because they were very clearly in love. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, but other, I, it's a very mild recommendation. I think... Watching it solo with the skycoptering scenes intact is going to be a bit of a chore. But if you're hanging out with your buddies and you're like, let's watch something dumb, and especially if there's alcohol involved, this can be a very good time. Yes. So, but it's a mess of a movie. Holy God. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's take a break, shall we? Second half, second half. Two. Yeah, Chuck's taking a little break from us. Yeah, because as you were probably expecting us to talk about last week, uh, three quarters of us have now seen Hobbs and Shaw, or Fast mm. and the Furious presents three quarters. Hobbs I love that Shaw. podcast. Yeah, uh, but Chuck has stepped out of the room because he wants to know nothing about it and hasn't had a chance to see it yet. So, mm-hmm. I don't. But isn't he going to have to edit this anyway? Huh? <gasps> yeah. Yeah, he just does waveforms. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll give him a clap or something. Or it'll be me yelling, Chuck! Yeah. Well, you guys will clap, and they'll probably just, like, stick this, and then we'll clap again. But yeah, um, editing tick. We're mostly going to be spoiler free, so but I, you know, yeah. I, I get it. He just doesn't want to know anything. He doesn't want to know anything. So Hobbs and Shaw, the yeah. Fast and the Furious, presents. Yeah. So did you see the trailer? It's that. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, but longer. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily true. There's still there's there are still wish, several surprises. I for wish me. they hadn't put out that long trailer that had all the scenes in Samoa. Yeah, yeah that Samoa. that 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 was not a good idea. Yeah, and, but that, there, I could, because I, if I didn't know it was going there, I would never have expected it to go there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's that's true. I I will I will grant you that. I feel like the the original one, the the Black Superman one, where it just kind of ended and was like, oh shit, they got to fight Idris Elba. That I'm in. Let's yeah. do this. I mean, not that you could you could slap Fast and Furious anything on it. And I'll be like, I yeah, because you know. like you know, I'll talk about it a little later. But Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any footage from the second half of that movie. In no in the trailers, no, I think I it's think all is. like the first act stuff. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like if you you're pretty much going to get exactly what you expected. Now, is that good or bad? I mean, are you going to be are you going to the movie to be overwhelmed or you know whatever? Like, holy shit, I'm totally surprised that I I had no <laughs> idea that was coming. Well, you're yeah. probably not going to get that. I mean, it's sort of like which one was it? Seven. Where it was like, holy shit! The trailer literally said every good thing in this movie. Yeah, like the daddy's got to go to work. Like, yeah, and showed him ripping the chain gun off yeah. of the friggin' I mean, drone that, and it's, using it's it. It's kind of like that. It's like, guys, make better trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, now that being said, I didn't know some of the people were going to show up that show up in it. Correct. And I won't. I won't mention who they are. But that was a surprise to me. I somehow managed to completely avoid that for mm-hmm. a week solid. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's Fast and the Furious. It's less about cars than you would think there's a like yeah. there's, there's like, still some good car stuff there, in there there's one particularly good car chase thing idris elba has this idris elba has this has this crazy like robot motorcycle thing mm-hmm. that's real badass they they teased it in the trailer but you get to see a lot more of it and that's, yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah and he's fun it's like it's it's good seeing him just be able to do the action hero stuff even yeah. if he's the bad guy because mm-hmm. that's what idris elba is good at selling all that but it's just kind of, it's just that escalation problem we have now, where it's like, they have to keep doing crazier and dumber shit, or everyone goes, ah, oh, we've already seen that, or this didn't match up to the bank chase, you know, the bank vault thing, you know, there's just, it's kind of, that's the problem when you just keep sequelizing movies like this. Yeah. And, you know, this one most resembles, I think, uh, Fate of the Furious, which is a, you know, at least on my scale, on the lower end of Fast and Furious movies, and it to me it felt the most similar to those because it's gotten to this whole like you know hacker whatever thing that they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still really liked it. I mean, I, I yeah, feel, feel, like, we're, feel like we're but being that's negative, the thing. It's it's got two characters you really like doing the shit you want them doing. Yeah, and, and Vanessa Kirby blends right into the mix too really well yeah, yeah. like i mean she's, I, I bought she's really good i bought everything she was doing like they mm-hmm. don't make her damselly or anything like that it's like she's also awesome and it's like yep totally buy it let's go mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's it's a real weird arc when you think about the fast and the furious thing it's like you know now i really like the shaw family <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. except i guess he still had a super asshole brother that yeah. it is, is never got gets redeemed but then they, uh, they, he kind of did in well, the last they, one well they kind of were like yeah, he's kind of the reason I was an asshole, and I'm sorry about that. For for uh, 
you know, uh, Jason Statham, basically. Mm-hmm. They're like, but yeah, other Shaw is still kind of terrible, still through and through. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's still it's it's still a weird hole to have to dig yourself out of. Of like, I guess we like the guy that killed Han now. <laughs> like, you know, that's still a real weird thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just keep retconning him, and sure, you know. But yeah, I mean, but it's a, it's a it's a fun movie. It's just sometimes sometimes a movie is you know exactly what you expect, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. And I, I think you and I both had some issues with the editing eventually in the movie yeah i mean i and i don't always notice it but there is one scene where where there the two of them are getting interrogated by idris elba who the way they film it it feels like hobbs and shaw keep switching sides of the screen like like physical location that they're in and it's just one of those things like when you watch a normal scene, you just don't notice it. You just intrinsically, if it's well edited and well shot, you know, okay, this character sitting on the left, this character sitting on the right, the guy interrogating him is kind of in the middle or off to the side a little bit. And you just like the way it naturally flows, you never notice. But there were plenty of points where I was like, where when they cut to a wide shot, I was actually like, wait, did they switch seats? Like, did they swap them? You know? And it's one of those, like, it's really strange because like the first act, I, kind of love how all that's edited Mm -hmm. where they basically do the whole like all right these guys are doing the same thing but here's how they do it completely differently Mm -hmm. you know that like that stuff works really well throughout the whole first act and then once it settles in like and there's i mean there's actually like a scene of dialogue that the rock has like a one-liner that they actually cut off like because they're in such a hurry to get to the next scene and then the whole end sequence is like they make a point of saying, oh, it's just before dawn. It's going to happen. And there's like one shot before dawn. The next shot is like that kind of weird, like almost looks digitally darkened. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of the shots are in broad daylight. Yeah. And then that sequence leads, it's a 10 minute sequence that suddenly leads into pitch black again. Yeah. I The only way I can explain that is like maybe it was shadow because like they're like down at the base of a waterfall. That's the only, but I mean, it's like, yeah. but it's also like, it does, it looks like it's dead of night again. Yeah. But, and, and it's just one of those, like, you know, that, that was actually my problem with the editing is like that whole dawn to day sequence, because it, it does feel like they're doing like digital day for night. Yeah. Gets super digitally feeling in the editing, like Man. which, and, and I didn't notice that. Like it just, it became that real choppy, like, Oh, this almost looks like it's getting pixelated. Like there's a compression mm. problem going on here. Yeah. Kind of editing for a minute. You know, and that's 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 weird to me because it's like strangely I I feel like I I I have the same complaint with did the same guy do John Wick 2 by himself or, or is it the other guy that broke off? The other it? guy. Okay. So this what, is the guy who ended up making Atomic Blonde and right. Deadpool 2. Okay. Yeah. And I think maybe I would say that Which you can definitely tell that is this is the same yeah, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's strange. I feel like this is also might be just like Deadpool two. There might be like a whole other different cut of this movie thing. Like I yeah. feel like he's just one of those people where it's like, how much extra did you actually shoot and maybe slow the pace of this movie down? Or you know, because mm-hmm. Deadpool two. I mean, like like I said, I I like Deadpool two so much more on subsequent viewings, especially watching that dumb super duper unrated like whatever dumb thing they have that's actually like the long cut of that movie mm-hmm. is it flows so much better and i feel yeah. like this one maybe suffered from that too because it's already like two plus hours long so mm-hmm. 
I just feel like it's strange to me because like it used to be like, oh, we put six minutes back in, go buy a whole new DVD. But now it's like, yeah, but sometimes six minutes can mean the entire difference in the flow of a movie, you know, yeah. that you cut just, just to make it some arbitrary like, oh, it can't be more than two hours and 10 minutes or people just won't go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I just, it seems weird because like, it, it's almost like when you had to write a report in school and like the first two pages are like really solid and, and you know, you've, you've thought through everything you're going to do and it flows really well. And then you realize you ran out of time. And then like the last two pages are just like, and then, you know, it's first draft shit that doesn't get edited. Like the movie almost feels like that where they get through the first half of it. And then they're just like, Oh, we got to get it done. And it just kind of rushes through a lot of it. Yeah. And I mean, we're saying we're, we're being negative. Again, it's, I gave it four out of five stars. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's exactly what we wanted. There's just those little things that I guess stick out more, almost yeah, I, because you, yeah, didn't have to like. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it just it shows up more than I think it should. Yeah, for me, it's it it's it's the Fast and Furious Seven to me, where it's just like I think I would have enjoyed this so much more if I hadn't seen the trailers. Yes, because I do agree there. Because like Fast and Furious Seven should be so much better if they let the surprises be a surprise. You know, and off, and also not having the shadow of Paul Walker's death hanging over it. That mm-hmm. that whole thing, you know what I mean? It's like there was there was lots going against Fast and Furious Seven. Yeah. I liked Eight a lot, and I, I like Eight more the more I watch it. Like yeah. I mean, I need to watch for it me. Again, for but... me, Eight gets gets by alone on the prison sequence. That that mm-hmm. alone is just fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, that's BJ. You've been kind of quiet. We've been we've been nitpicking technical shit and. I don't have. I mean, I don't have much to to say about it um, that you guys haven't covered. In fact, I don't know that. I don't know that there's anything that you yeah. guys didn't cover that that I need to say. I mean, I just I liked it. I don't think it was great, but it's still pretty good. Like, I had a lot of fun watching that movie. There's. Even though a lot of a lot of it was just kind of telegraphed, um, and a fair amount of stuff that I wish hadn't been in the trailer was in the trailer, and you couldn't avoid those trailers if you went to see any single movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun, like sitting there in the theater, yucking it up. Um, the people on either side of us seemed to be having a really good time watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Mackie made a couple good jokes to me quietly. I did. He made a that's chappy joke. Um, Why should I do that during the previews? Because they showed the the quiet, slow burn Star Wars trailer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When they pan up to Ray, I just Mm -hmm. went, that's Ray. But um, it was a fun time. Um, It's weird seeing uh, Joe Anowai a.k.a. Roman Reigns, in something that's not a wrestling. And um, he has about as much charisma as he has in the wrestling, which is... I don't is... think they even gave him a single nope. word to say. he does not get to speak. Nope. nope. Um, but he does his wrestling moves on guys. I mean, I guess he, he did does. get to go, Ooh, like everyone else, yes. like you saw in the trailer. Yes. But... Um, but yeah, he has about as much charisma as he has in the wrestling, and that's not very much. Mm-hmm. So if there's a low point of that movie, 
it's having to see Roman having Reigns to see be Roman Reigns it. be in it. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. I guess I'm pretty sure he was going through, and now it's going to sound real shitty what I said, um, but I'm pretty sure he was going through leukemia treatment at at mm. some point around that movie, and that may be part of why he was in it. Uh, it's sort of suspected because he um, he's part of. He's part of the Rock extended the Rock's family. Extended family that I also like. Family. Did you notice that they had the picture of Rocky Johnson and Young Rock on the on the desk in the background when they went home? I didn't see. It's that, a nice no. little Easter egg. Nice. Yeah. Um. So I suspect that that's one of the reasons that that he was in in that movie. But I like, like I like Roman Reigns's physicality. Like I think he he has an impressive look. Like he looks like a badass dude, but not compared to the Rock. Not compared to the Rock. Many most mortals don't. There are not any people that compare to the Rock on screen, but um, yeah, I don't know. He didn't really sell it. Unfortunately, I was I was hoping to see, you know, I had a hard I had a hard time well, believing but... that that dude was his brother, like his direct brother. I mean, I know they said everyone was brother, so mm-hmm. but you know, right. like, but I mean, like the one guy who was, he was actually supposed to be his blood related yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, <laughs> why did one guy get all the genes? <laughs> yeah, older brother just hanging out in Samoa. Um, yeah, I guess working on cars versus, I would estimate probably younger brother who's been like hitting the gym forever. Yeah. But anyway. So, speaking of movies that give you exactly what you think you're going to get in them, for better or worse, I watched another movie that is now recent to um, the whole media market. I I saw Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh, Oh, that's a movie. Um, Man, like, I... If you ever want to, like, look up the definition of whelmed, (laughs) it's that movie. Oh. Like, I'm not over i'm not under i'm just whelmed like the trailers were like so that so all right live action pokemon okay and the movie does zero surprises <laughs> like i mean it's just like i might my, my only surprise in the entire thing is uh who the villain guy is i was like oh i didn't know you were in this movie that was it just casting it was like mm-hmm. i didn't look at the cast beforehand it was like oh, oh I, you <laughs> i had no idea you were in this movie okay and then it was like you just turn in a pretty average villain performance that I've seen you do before. All right. Just didn't know you were in this movie. It's fine. Like, it's 100% fine. It is just completely whelming. Huh. Like, I don't have... A, I never thought the the real-life Pokemon were creepy or anything. I know some people were like, ugh, furry Pikachu and shit. Ugh. It looks <laughs> Pikachu so... looks fine. The rest look repulsive. I, I have no problem with, with the way any The mind look. recoils in horror. I, it didn't the visage of Psyduck. It it didn't like they set up the world interestingly. That's mm-hmm. all I will say. And it's like beyond that, it's like, yep, that's a fairly basic, easy for kids to follow thing, which is a weird target market. I mean, I guess Pokemon is and forever for a while will be a kids product, but to me, this seems like, all right, you're making a thing that is now for people that are literally 30 years old now they grew up with pokemon mm-hmm. you know like you are finally having this like transformers the movie m- m- moment for people 30 years later or maybe not quite 30 but you know what i mean mm-hmm. people that are 30 20 something years later and it's like okay like 
Transformers movie, I love it because it was amazing at the time. It's like when I look back, it's like I could understand coming out to a cold. You'd be like that. What? That's fucking it. That's that's your thing. It's like, yeah, but you got to see the thing bigger and on a screen and mm-hmm. music and stuff. And holy shit. And they murdered all your favorite characters in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah. Um, but like, I get that. But it's like, this was just like, I felt like they needed to do more this much later. Now, I guess, I mean, I'm sure a whole bunch of people would be like, you know, they made like seven animated Pokemon movies. Yes, I'm aware of that. Only like three of them came out in theaters, you know, but the rest were like all pretty much straight to video. But my God, you pedantic asshole. But I'm saying like Pokemon 2000. This is your, this is your first like, oh, my God, live action. Maybe the Ninja Turtles movie would be a bit better example. The first one, yeah, you know, sure. it's sort of like, you know, holy shit, we're going to do this live action at the time. It's like, yay. And then now go back. It's like, yeah. I'm saying, given enough time, we're gonna we're gonna look into be this and be like, sure, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I guess you could do worse if it hits mm-hmm. you at the right age. It's great. If otherwise, it's like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I my level of Pokemon knowledge was like, I was just like, oh, it's a thing, and then they go like, they have to have the Cipher character go like, oh yeah, it's a thing, and I'm like, I knew that. <laughs> that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't wasn't like I. I'm steeped in Pokemon mythology. I know everything. I can I can name way too many Pokemons. That's about as much as I know. Mm. That's mostly from... How many is way too many? Name go. all the Pokemon you know. Go. go. Uh, it's Pikachu. Fuck! <laughs> That's all the Pokemons. <laughs> wow. You got Slimer. Uh-huh. Big yep. Earl. Yep. Steve. Steve, yeah. And then Steve the Pirate. It's Steve a, the Pirate. It falls to Steve the Pirate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Steve Achu, uh huh, um, mm. Pikachu. Mm-hmm. You got Snake. Snake is one. Snake, mm-hmm. bigger Snake. Solid Snake. Solid yeah. Snake. Yeah. yeah. Solid Snake. Liquid um, Snake. Liquid Snake. Yeah. Gas Snake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Vapor Snake. Vapor. <laughs> That's it. That's twelve. That's all the Pokemon. <laughs> Hashtag Vape Snake. <laughs> it's actually Ecans. Yeah. And then it evolves into Arbok. Oh, you forgot. No, pa- no, no. You That's forgot Snake. Plasma Snake. And then the the second one. That's bigger Snake. Cobra. Arbok. Yeah, bigger snake. No, Cobra's in G.I. Joe. That's the bad guy yeah. in G.I. Joe. Yes. I don't want to tell you your business, but... <laughs> but you're going to tell me my business. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm just saying, let's talk about, stop talking about Pokemon. Yeah, please. Okay. And there's Big Chunk. Yeah. He's... <laughs> yeah. You can only unlock him... Oh, you also, mean there's, Snorlax. There's also, no, 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 there's no. also Humps and Chomps. Chomps. Humps, They're Chomps, chomps and Big... Humps, yeah, chomps you can and only unlock those if you um, put your... Game cartridge in backwards in your Game Boy, mm-hmm. yeah. and then there's Will Smith. I mean, Justice Smith. I don't know. You, somewhere you put it in a Game Genie, and you get Aladdin, Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. There's no That's relation. Enough. There's no relation to those two Smiths, <laughs> but he's in the movie. Anyway, okay. I'm done with that movie. What else do you watch? <laughs> well, we already know what else you watch because you talked about the last review. So, you yeah, about I saw Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah. I did a double bill that morning. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I liked it. It's kind of like nice. It's a lot like the Fast and Furious movies. It's kind of like you probably know what you're going to get, and if you know the comics, you know where that story's probably going. Mm-hmm. I mean, they it's obviously a different spin on the way the comics worked, but you know, there's it's it's fine. It's fine. You know? It's it's fine to pretty decent. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I wanted to like it a lot more than I ended up liking it, and I think its problem is that like 
Homecoming felt like such a fresh take from everything. Like where we were just like, are we just going to keep recycling Spider-Man? Like, yeah, let's reboot it every three years and just like, no, we got this. And and Homecoming was like, all right, fuck all that. Like new spin, new thing, mm. villain. And you, it just villain. You kind of know, but we're going to do our own thing with it. You know, and it doesn't have any of the little touches like the Ferris Bueller scene mm-hmm. and just little things like that. It's just kind of like, all right, here's another Marvel movie. And yeah. But I mean, I can say now I've seen three Jake Gyllenhaal movies. There you go. Mm. There you go. So now I'm I'm catching up to old Jakey. Yeah. Yeah. And he's pretty good. <laughs> I liked him. I, I was like, hey, that guy's an actor. Yeah. He does he does some acting and he yeah. does some pretty good acting. Um <laughs> I still I think I'm yeah. Um I think I mentioned in the Discord that like I still I think Mysterio's reason for existing is pretty dumb yeah but if you just accept like all of these enough for me if you just accept that like all of these other comic book movies uh they're fucking comic book movies Mm -hmm. and spend about four seconds getting over it it's fine yeah not to spoil it because it's not i'm just i'm a huge fan of the the acronym for the ai in that movie i thought that was Awesome. Oh, yeah. That is such a good I don't know. Weenus? Yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weenus, it's real funny. It's like a big hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh I will say uh what they do in the mid credit scene I absolutely fucking hate. And I hated when they did it in the comics, and I fucking hate it now. So I'm kinda not particularly looking forward to the next one, to be totally honest with you, unless they're just like, Yeah, that was just weird and uh they kinda I don't know. I would just hope they find a way out of it. I'm, I'm okay. The with- after credit scene, I actually, I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. I, I can, I can, I can get on board with where you're going with this. I'm okay with it because I think I know what they're going for. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure we're thinking the same thing. Okay. But yeah, yeah, Is yeah. This I, some some comic book bullshit. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I will Kinda. drop this, and it's only it can't be spoiler if you've read the comics. But I mean, if if they're doing the Everyone says they're they're pretty heavily pulling from the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff for this, and I feel like if that's true, then they're moving towards something. Yeah, that it, that is significant in that series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's it's a Marvel movie. You're gonna see them or you're not. Uh, you know, just like Fast and Furious movies. You're kind. It's kind of like all right, yeah. It's they marked it on the package what you're getting. And yeah. yeah, it's 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 that those are the calories. There's how much sugars in it, how many fat grams, all that. You know, it's it's what you think it's going to be. I look forward to. Well, I hope that Tom Holland does acting after Spider Man when he's done with Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's set. He's 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 good. He's going to be good. He'll be all right. Well, I just I just hope that he doesn't like decide not to do any acting once you know whenever. Sp- Spider-Man is done whenever his reign as Spider-Man is over. Well, may I take that as another segue if you're done talking about Spider-Man? Yeah, you may. Okay. Well, as far as uh speaking pe- of Dutch, people breaking out of like roles that, you know, you you are afraid they're going to be typecast in. Mm-hmm. Um I watched a movie which uh I will just right off the bat say I had some desire to see. It was not super high on my list, but I was just like when when it became available again on the whole market i was like i will watch that and it turns out it's one of my favorite movies of the year so far i watched rocket man 
Yeah. Um, That's Elton John. Yeah. So Eggsy. He's the rocket man. Eggsy playing uh, Elton John. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a that's a thing we're doing. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, I fucking adored that movie. Like, I like, I don't think, I don't think it sticks the landing. It's kind of like that um, upgrade thing for me a little bit. Like, I, it's almost exactly like upgrade, not in terms of plot in any way. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I was watching that movie, like, I was 30, 45 minutes in going, how is this movie not going to be seven stars for me? Like some new rating scale. Cause I was like, this movie was fucking made for me. Mm-hmm. Like, cause don't get me wrong. I, I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I both of the, between the two, I, I would be more interested in watching a good queen biopic. I know that's like kryptonite to Mackie over there, no, but fine. I'm saying like between the two, I, I, I love both of those artists music. But the the idea of watching a Queen documentary seemed infinitely more appealing to me than watching an Elton John one. In the execution of the movie, though, however, Rocket Man is like part insane musical, part biopic, all rolled into one weird thing where it's yeah, like... Yeah, at least they're willing to do something different. Whereas yeah. the Queen one very much from everything I saw felt like, all right... Yeah. Here's Queen's story. Yeah. We're just going to follow the beats. Here's the cookie cutter mold for making yeah. a biopic. And, and we're just going to get somebody that can act and sound and sing or whatever. Or lip sync mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And it was right. just Queen falls upward. Right. That's all it was. was just like, and then they did this and they mm-hmm. were huge. And then they did this and then they were huger. And then it was just like, yeah. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this is like, this movie starts off and it's, it's basically across the universe. And I mean that in a great way. Like, I mean that like, and they're like, holy shit, you're just fucking going for this. Hmm. Like like full-on musical characters that shouldn't be singing are now singing, and it just becomes this fantastical thing. Rock opera? Yes. Like, it's crazy, and then it settles down into biopic for a while, and then it will just sporadically do that. And so, like, when it becomes the downer part of his life, mm-hmm. it's like it, it stops being as musical and fun, but it never... It never takes away from like the the movie still overall is fun. It's just like I could watch that first. Here's here's the amazing feat. Like I I love Elton John's music. This movie, the way they handle Crocodile Rock, I fucking love. And I I mean I loathe that song mm-hmm. with the heat of a thousand suns. I love Elton John overall. I fucking hate that song so much. And the way they handle it in this movie, it's great. Okay. So that's it's weird. Like I mean, I was just like, that's that's its biggest feat. Besides the fact that like, hundred percent, two minutes in, I didn't see Eggsy anymore. It, he was fucking Elton John, and they love giving Oscars for biopics. So expect to see him up there. Okay, I'm just saying, it's he fucking goes for it in this movie. Oh, good. Yeah. Hmm. So I, like I said, you know, if you have no particular love for Elton John's music. It's not going to be for you, obviously. As with all things biopic, I mean, it's very mm-hmm. rare for a biopic to come along unless you just are completely unaware of somebody's life and you're just like, I watched this because there's a movie and it's like, oh, that's a real person? Okay, that's cool. Didn't know that. Like like Hidden Figures, you don't know anything about those people. Right. It's just it's a great movie and then you go, oh shit, they're, they're worthy of amazing people and I had no idea. Um, this is more like, yeah, I. if you've been alive on planet Earth, not living under a, a rock opera, then you, you have heard some of these songs, if not most of them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Yeah. I right. just like I said, from a hey, I'll see that sometime to holy shit. <laughs> cool. I have a segue out of that. Okay. Uh you mentioned Queen. I did. I watched a Bamcast relevant documentary called Life After Flash. Okay. Like by about Sam Jones? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Well, that's what it's supposed to be about. All right. So the title of the movie is Life After Flash. The bulk of the movie is just about Flash. It's just talking heads of people who are in Flash Gordon, people who like Flash Gordon. They interview all the Comic-Con people you would expect them to grab because they wandered into a Comic-Con one day and talked to some people and everyone's like, yeah, I like Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon's a cool movie. So there's a bunch of that. There's a little bit about Sam Jones. Okay. And his life. And the drugs. I assume there were drugs. They talk about the drugs. Okay. <laughs> he had a, uh, a roller coaster life after uh, Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Sam Jones has made 79 movies after Flash Gordon. Okay. Wow. 79 acting credits. This movie mentions one. Ted. I was about to say it's probably Ted. Ted. Yeah. That's fucking it. But and it's called Life After Flash. Life After Flash. Tell us, Sam Jones, what you did after Flash is a question no one asks him. It's a lot of tell us about the making of Flash and tell us why you kind of went downhill after Flash. But maybe say like maybe they're gonna make a sequel called HTML5. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> So, what's this documentary's agenda? Because every time, every time a documentary fails to deliver on its promise, mm-hmm. it's because they're chasing some agenda. It's a kind of a loaded word. I hate using it anymore. But the best I can tell, it's hidden, but it's in there. Jesus. Yeah. Because he was so down on his luck for so long, he turned to Jesus. He and his life again. turned around. That's that's the extent of an agenda. This movie wanders all over the fucking place. It is it is a nightmare from a narrative standpoint. It's like it's one of those that seems like they filmed footage over a period of like four years because they keep talking to the same people who look different all the time, including Sam Jones. It's like, could you not sit down with Sam Jones for eight hours and get some stories out of him that are usable? It It's so bizarre. But yeah, I, I'm just hugely offended by something called Life After Flash that barely focuses on his life after Flash. And to not just say, tell us, it, look, I've seen some Sam Jones movies. We've seen some Sam Jones movies. Mm-hmm. The guy's got some charisma and he's in some movies that aren't terrible. Like he's made some garbage, but he's been in some movies that aren't bad. And I'm not asking for tell us about the making of Maximum Force or anything like that. But he's got to have a memory of something he's made after Flash Gordon where he was like, you know what? That was a good movie. Or you know what? That would have worked if this hadn't happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something. A story about something specific. But this isn't about that. The most I could figure at some point, he vaguely mentions that now he works like as a personal bodyguard for people who go to Mexico or something. And they don't even give huh. you enough information about that. You're just like, wait, what? And then yeah. it's just like, now here he's he's working out in his garage. Is and it, is it called Flash Gardem? <laughs> well, it should be. And if yeah. it is, they don't mention it. Oh, okay. So I don't know. It's very rarely do I see a documentary where I'm just like, man, that fucking sucks. Because usually you figure if you're putting together a documentary, you know your shit and you have a storyline. And mm. but this is bad. This is a bad documentary. Mm. So. I, I just I they they talk to a lot of people who were involved in Flash Gordon and that's good, but this movie isn't called Life During Flash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it just comes across as like an extra on the Flash Gordon Blu-ray. 
Oh, that's a shame. So, so life after Flash is a pan. Get out. All right, I'm done now. God damn it. I hope <laughs> that one was particularly <laughs> offensive. Yeah. So. But Brian May is in it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. How about that? Mm-hmm. I watched one more movie. All right. Let's um, hear it. Uh, uh, this is another one I really, really wanted to get out and see in theaters. I just did not get a chance at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, to, new to home media, I saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I What'd mean, you think? Hopefully, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a big-ass Godzilla movie. It's, um, I don't know, it, it hit like... <laughs> I don't. Ooh. I don't know a lot about Godzilla shit. I yeah. mean, I really don't. And and so, that's, that's Godzilla scatology. Ah, just know that Mothra is Chuck's favorite. I knew that. I know that. And and Mothra is pretty cool in this movie. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. It's big monsters wrecking shit. It's it's kind of like, I I could see why it's awesome because like they they've sort of teased us for so long with like making one of these that's fun. In the, in, in the American world, mm-hmm. you know, like with big budget and stuff. So, like, to finally have one, it was just like, the only thing I, thing I could say is like, all right, I know we all wanted this, but I th- maybe you gave us too much. Like, I, I mean, it's it's like, it's it's yeah. sort of like they went from like that weird the one from how long ago was it? 2014. 2014. Yeah. Where it was just like, we're going to dance around showing the monster. And every time you want to see some cool monster shit, we're going to cut away mm-hmm. to like, no, we are showing you all the monster shit. And it was like, okay, maybe ease us into that. Like, you know, like, like, you know, just like maybe we need a transition movie before it was like fucking all out war, all the monsters, let's go fucking go. Yeah. I mean, Skull Island was maybe our stepping stone mm-hmm. of like, you know, it's not Godzilla, but it's like, you know, that one was like, yeah, this we're going to do the King Kong shit that Peter Jackson didn't give you and all this stuff that you wanted. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make it fun and we're going to set up this bigger universe. And yeah, so I mean, it, it just felt like, I felt like this should have been like the crescendo. Like this should have been the finale. This is like, okay, this is this is crazy. It's great. I mean, it's just like it was like, wow. I just wasn't expecting it to be all that. They they did go all out. Yeah. Um, and bringing back the the badass like Godzilla versus Mothra theme. You know the um, Pharaoh monk march thing. You know beginning of uh, Simon Says thing that's from the Godzilla. Like bringing that theme back into the Bear McCreary soundtrack was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly using that big bombastic thing. It was that was cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it's a cool ass movie. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I I was curious people who don't have any Godzilla nostalgia how they would react to it because I mean it is there's a lot of just like. Oh, this right. is for so they hardcore. only they only like mention like what four monsters by name, and then there's a you know a bunch of other ones who are like, hey, it's you know Jackopolis or whatever, right. you know, like yes, I, but there's the big woolly mammoth and there's yeah. a spider lady. So <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there the wasn't the turtle there? Isn't that like a isn't that one of them? No, that was not the turtle rising up out of that fucking island or mm-hmm. whatever. Nope. You thought it was Gamera. Well, is that Gamera? That's a different studio. Is there it? there is a turtle it's named Angerus. 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 Yeah, like it. Okay. But it, it I mean, super it, hardcore fans have gone like frame by frame and thought they see his skeleton at one point. But like, no, I just I mean, is that, is that I'm, I'm actually I'm honestly asking, is that not proper Godzilla no. with the spinning turtle? No. OK, no, that's that's a different company. OK, yeah, that's Gamera. That is Gamera. That's a fucking knockoff bullshit. OK, thing. <laughs> Fuck that thing. I don't. <laughs> I just like Gamera. Gamera's dumb. <laughs> the kids love Gamera is for children. Yeah, strictly. Gamera is great. Yes. I, I don't know. So, I mean, I like Chuck, the, I like they were dropping as much like King Kong references in it as, as they were. It was just Weird like beef. I know, 
I know we're doing this. Yeah. Like, you've already announced it. Like, yeah, they you, really, they really, like, like how many hey. more times are you going to say Skull Island or, or show, show, like, you know, x-rays of King Kong and shit? It's like, I know it's coming. Fuck, dude. Also, I'm, I'm given the premise that they have in that movie, it's like, why didn't Kong come? It's weird. They He's on a graphic that mm-hmm. they keep showing. It's Skull Island is just so far away. He never gets to the fight before the fight is resolved. So he just turns his ass around and goes back to Skull Island. Okay. But Why don't you go back to your home on Skull Island? <laughs> yes. Okay. He's a blip on a radar that oh, is moving is towards uh, the, okay, the battle, okay. but right, like the battle on. ends and he's just like, right, well. So, so you caught that because I was just yeah. like, well, everybody's coming to this monster party. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a mash. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yep. It's a Boston smash. So yeah, if you want to see Boston get blown up, that, that happens. They fuck Boston. Oh up. fuck yeah! Oh yeah, they, fuck Boston gets fucking yeah. wrecked. They fucking wicked. Yeah, wi- it's pretty wicked. It's wicked, awesome. <laughs> fuck that shit up. Yeah, good, <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know it was, it was good, yeah. and I I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Like I said, I was just like, oh, we're really going for all this. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be kind of a setup movie, and then like dun dun dun. Oh yeah, no. This one's just like, hey, you like shit getting smashed by giant things? We'll watch all of it. <laughs> we're not gonna hide shit. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the Godzilla too. Not enough to like. I'm glad that they kept saying the names because I totally kept forgetting. I mean, I was like, I knew who Mothra was. I got that, and I, I always, I knew it was King, and I never knew how to say it. Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah, but I'm glad they said the name Ghidorah. 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 King Ghidorah the Explorer. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That's what it is. Yeah. Mash that up for me, Internet. Hurry up. Mash it. Who's the other one? Um. Oh, Rodan. Rodan. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch that soon. You really should. Yeah, you need, you I've need. watched the entirety of one Godzilla movie, so I figure I'm an expert enough to give my yeah, opinion you, on you this. Are qualified, yes. Yeah. yeah. You have you watched watch. Kong Skull Island? I have not. You, you should watch you, that. You really should. That movie's fucking good. Well, you should definitely watch it before watching this because there are literal crossover characters. Yeah, there's right? a little. There's actual characters from that film in this. Yes. Yeah. What King Kong? Got it. That's all I need to know. King Kong. I mean, humans. Okay. Humans. <laughs> He's peeps. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. Peeps. But no, like Skull Island is fucking weird and good, and I love it. That's yes, a think, weird ass movie. I think that's all I've watched. I mean, movie wise. Yeah. Sorry, I watched well, the movies. Yeah, I got busy. Jen was out of town, <laughs> and remember how a couple weeks ago I was like, I should probably start trying to rewatch Tarantino's stuff. I remember you saying that. Oh. Yeah, I kind of went in a bit. Uh. I guess I'll just start with like a Friday night. I was like, all right, Jen's gone. I want to watch Kobo volume two, but I kind of want to watch the house of blue leaves fight again and ended up watching all of Kilbo volume one and then immediately followed it with Kilbo volume two, mm-hmm. which I realized I pretty sure I had not seen volume two since the theater. Volume two is really good. Mm. It is better than I remember it being. And it has the best line of those two movies uh, right before they have the fight in the trailer because she looks at L driver and she, because <laughs> L's like in the immediate future, you know, soon th- this sword will be mine in the very immediate future. And she just looks at her and goes, bitch, you don't have a future. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, that's so fucking good. Hmm. But yeah, it, it's slow in the beginning, but once you, and then obviously once she gets to bill, it's like, everything is good. Like everything is what you want out of a Tarantino movie at that point. Like it's the it's when it gets most pulp fiction ish, I guess I should say, is the way, you know, you got the long monologues about like, you know, 
quirky, clever stuff and just those sorts of things. Like that movie, like I still think volume one's better, but I think volume two is still easily a five star movie. And I actually kind of like watching them that way because you still get the, um, if you watch whole bloody affair, it goes from the last scene of Kill Bill volume one. And then it goes straight to massacre at twin pines or whatever it's called. Hmm. And it doesn't have the the black and white tag of her narrating at the screen yeah, see, that starts it. That's a good clip. Yeah, which is like, no, you need that. Like that's that clip is so good. Right. Even though I cannot figure out what the fuck they're doing with the typefaces for like, it, it's like the old Mac default typeface yeah. <laughs> for like volume two. It doesn't make any sense to me, but but yeah, that that works as one big movie. I'll say that. And yeah, I, I think volume two moved way up in my mind. And then the next, and then the next day I was like, you know, I haven't seen reservoir dogs in a while. And I was just kind of like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember how a lot of these movies started. So I watched like the opening of Jackie, Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's the whole, like going through the airport scene that starts it. And then they start getting into like the whole, uh, chicks that love guns stuff with uh, with Samuel L. Jackson. And I was like, no, I can't start watching this. Okay, this is what I wanted. It was where that movie starts, right? Because that's the one I haven't seen in like twenty years now, mm -hmm. which I really need to rewatch it. But I'll get back to it. But that's also like you know one of those two and a half hour movies. So it's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm committed to this yet. So I watched Reservoir Dogs instead. Okay, and I was just kind of like gonna jump around, see all that, and that movie has dated itself. And it also shows how much he grew just from that movie to Pulp Fiction. Because there is a lot of awkward transition stuff going on in that. And it's very stage play-ish. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it's all about, we are acting here. But it's also just kind of like, like the scene when Nice Guy Eddie shows up and tells him, we got to move these fucking cars. We got to get the cars out of here. And so they follow him out. And then they just hang out and it's like you can see Michael Madsen just waiting for his cue yeah. for them to you know so he can hop down and then walk over to the cop that's there and it's like you know a smarter filmmaker knows how to do that faster and more efficiently than just hanging on a shot because I can tell you can tell like a lot of this stuff is just him going alright we're going to do a long take of this mm -hmm. and we're going to do a long take of that and it's like that's when long takes don't work where it's like you're just waiting for characters to hit their marks before they can move on. And it's like, oh, man, this warehouse is bigger than we thought. They're still walking, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the acting in that one's still really solid. I mean, even that even that cop that gets taken hostage is really good. Like, everyone in that is just, like, nailing all their parts through the whole movie. But it's still just got that kind of... that bit of amateurishness to it. That I was like, okay, I I remember loving this movie, but I didn't love it as much watching mm. it now, mm -hmm. you know. And it's been a long time since I've watched that too. That's that's weird to me because like Chris Penn has always been the one that stuck out in that movie for me is like not being very like not on par with everyone else. I'm not saying yeah. he's bad. It's just like his he seems like he's acting in a different movie or at a different like wavelength than everyone else, and it doesn't work for me. Hmm. And I don't yeah, dislike, I mean, I don't he dislike is, him. He generally. is the weak link in yeah, that movie yeah, for yeah. sure. 
I don't like. I don't, I don't know. There's yeah. something about. I love the way he says, "Don't point that gun at my dad." Yeah, my dad. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I just. I forgive everything else in that movie just for that part. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, there's. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just that was always stuck in my craw. Yeah. Like I don't know why he he's just not on the same wavelength for yeah. that movie for some reason. But it's so weird watching that. Like right after watching Kill Bill Volume Two and seeing Michael Madsen like look like a young man in Reservoir Dogs and then look like a fucking sixty five year old man in kill bill volume two mm-hmm. and they're only like 12 years apart even less if you consider how long it took them to make kill bill it was probably only like seven eight years after but yeah that guy yep that guy wrote it rough i guess yep. yeah oh and just just a quick follow-up while we're talking yeah. tarantino stuff i i went i, I could, honestly couldn't remember because i didn't remember the two endings i did see like the quote-unquote director's cut of true romance Okay. I had to go back and cl- uh, click the end just to be gotcha. like, what? Which one? Because like, I I think I've seen that one so many times now. I didn't remember the other ending. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Michael Madsen yeah. is sixty-two years old. So he was only fifty-two. Well, no, not even. He was like, God, that was like fifteen years ago now. Two thousand four. Yeah. God, he's almost my age. What the fuck? Um, very quick thing, just because it's yeah. a rewatch and you're talking about rewatching stuff, I. Man, I, I think I think maybe I've watched Baby Driver since, but I I finally was like, all right, there are good movies with that asshole in them, and I need to watch some things. Like yeah. there's something I need to watch, and I've just it was mentioned in a thing, and I was like, fuck, I have watched that in a long time. It's time, so I rewatched Glengarry Glenn Ross. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. I just it was mentioned in something, and I was like. Fuck, Fuck. All right. Was it me talking about how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah was, you need those it was, steak knives. It was me talking about um, how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's a Glengarry Glenn Ross of yep. Tarantino movies. You mentioned it. Did you? That's yeah. what yeah. That's what, oh, yeah. that's what stoked that fire. No, no, no. He, I, no that's it, that's it, where it, he incepted it. It honestly brain. wasn't that. I know exactly. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> where I heard it, and I was actually tuning out everything you were saying because I hadn't seen the movie. Uh, you know, I was doing a Chuck thing, just like uh, okay. wasn't listening to you because I want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's um, how it snuck into your head. Okay, that's fine. Just playing. It, yeah, it totally is. But yeah, um, like that that movie is obviously really good because people love it. But mm-hmm. it's like it's it's a weird movie because of it's it's strangely directed. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's I think it's well directed. It's just strangely directed, and it, it's it's it totally not even the same. But it's it's sort of like watching the 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 film version of my dinner with Andre. It's like, this is so clearly like we're taking a stage play thing and turning it into a movie that it's like, it feels weird and awkward at mm-hmm. times because that's just what it is. And it's so very obviously that's what it is. Or, or like Kenneth Branagh's six hour Hamlet adaptation. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, yeah, you made it kind of cinematic from time to time, but it's also like, this is so clearly a state stage thing that it's like, it's just, there's something odd about it, but it's still great. And I, I, I totally forgot just how good Jack Lemon is in that movie. Like, his yeah. his arc in that movie like everyone else is kind of like the same person at the beginning and the end as they were the whole movie his like he's the only one that's like has the arc throughout the whole thing and yep. it's just like it's fucking great <laughs> yep despite you know the presence of certain people Meh. but yeah like i said i've i've i for so long have been avoiding movies with with him in it and i think like i said i may have watched baby driver after the fact because that that had just hit home video like shortly after all that shit yeah. happened so it was like Mm-hmm. I really need to. I still love mm-hmm. that movie, and I can't yeah. let that ruin it. Yep. But yeah, that's all. Okay. I watched a lot of movies lately. Yeah. Well, I was still watching Tarantino movies. Uh, 
I want to take you back to a time. Mm. A time where going, I fucking hate Nazis and I want to see them die horribly was not a political statement. It was just kind of like accepted fact. Uh huh. That was 2009. That wasn't that long ago. Right. And that's when Inglorious Bastards came out. Yeah. I think this is the fourth time I've seen that movie. Mm hmm. And it keeps moving up the list every time I watch it. I really, I think it is his most, not having gone back to Jackie Brown yet, but it certainly feels like his most mature work, which is weird for a movie where they show an extended scene of someone, (laughs) of of just some of the weird shit that happens by the end of that movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's, a lot of people have criticized Tarantino and saying like, like he makes fun movies, but he never has anything to say. And I feel like this one has the most subtext going on with so many things in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, I'm I'm still, you know, I talked about it last time. I, I can remember pointing it out last time when I talked about this, but who the fuck gets to start their movie with a 20 minute subtitled scene that's just talking, you know, and most the majority of it subtitled right. before you finally get to anything that happens. And then have another one in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. that's the same way. And they're like the two of the best scenes in the movie. Like, I don't know how that happens, <laughs> but I know there's it's just like a vignette style movie. But all of those vignettes are really, really fucking good. Like, really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only complaint I really have about it is the casting of Mike Myers. And that's it, because he like knocks me out of it just that, just enough. Yeah, it is oh, like I, a wait. I totally why? forgotten about that. He yeah. plays the the not quite Churchill, not yeah. quite yeah. Churchill, yeah. Churchill, maybe, yeah. possibly. And it's just like you didn't have to fucking do that. There's plenty of British actors out there you could have put in yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. It's like like that's the like literally the only issue I have with that movie. Yeah, like everything else is fucking solid. And just like the whole arc that they have with, um, God, now I can't fucking remember his name, but the shooter guy who stars in the movie. I mean, Daniel Brühl is. The yeah, Daniel actor. Brühl. He's like the, the whole yeah. like entitled nice guy thing he has going on, like was, I'd say ahead of its time, <laughs> right? <laughs> For what we see nowadays, you know, and and that sort of shit that just like having that whole arc with him and how that ends in such a shitty way, mm-hmm. but a way that makes total sense. Um, just like Aldo's speech to start off, like when him first addressing the troops about just like how much we're going to fuck up these Nazis and how they're going to just be fucking afraid of us. And the only thing they're going to hear about us is how fucking cruel and evil we are. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, if it was anyone but Nazis, we'd probably be like, should I be rooting for these guys? Yeah, it's like, boy, you guys are sadists. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, these are our heroes, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, but they're Nazis. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. D- g- carry on. Yeah. So, and I remember the internet in 2009, there was zero pushback on this movie. Oh, absolutely not. No one was like, that movie's offensive to me. You just yeah. disagree with me. And like, therefore <laughs> I'm a nut. It's like, when did, how did, what? You know, how it's in that movie. Tilschweiger. Yeah, he is. Tilschweiger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he fucking murders the fuck out of some Nazis. <laughs> Good for you, Tilschweiger. Yeah. 
Uh, like, you didn't say it correctly. Like, I love I, how he goes <laughs> out just like continually stabbing this one guy in the neck. Mm-hmm. Like, like knowing he's going to die because somebody's going to shoot him. But he's just like, nah, fuck it. Yep. This guy's getting hit first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. And, and the last 20 minutes of that movie is cathartic as fuck. Boy, is it. Because it's just like everyone that <laughs> deserves what's coming to them fucking gets it. And just these guys like knowing that they're going to die and they're like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that movie's fantastic. Like I like I said, if if I could just recast that one little part. Yeah, it would be like perfect. What is not quite as perfect, but I liked more this time was Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. The that movie's long as fuck. It is. I'll say that that it, movie yeah. misses Sally Menke a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. However, like, I don't know what changed in me between seeing that the first time and watching it this time. Mm-hmm. But that one by far has the most personal arc going on for Django, obviously in, in particular. Right. But like, and I guess I'm just, I'm going to spoil part of the movie. Because so skip ahead two minutes if you want, if you haven't seen Django Unchained, which it is worth seeing. Yes. Just know that you're going to hear the N word like 500,000 fucking times. And it's more than it needs to be, even though, yes, it's the Confederate (laughs) South. Yes, that's how they talked. It. It's one of those that's just kind of like it like. You're like, we get it, we get it, but you don't need to force it into every sentence. Mm -hmm. And it happens like that. So that's that's the thing but near the end of the movie a thing that just like went right by me the first time but hit me like a fucking hammer watching it this time is after you know after everything's gone south at the very end and you know he basically has to get back to the plantation because everything's been fucked up Mm -hmm. and he goes back and he finds king schultz's body in just like a stable or something. Mm -hmm. And you don't even, I didn't even notice it was him at first Mm -hmm. until he went over to get the papers and the papers that are basically like, you know, his wife's freedom, everything he's fought for. And basically what this guy gave his life to give him. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it hit me as hard as it did, but I was like, fucking a, like I, like I just started bawling. I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) Like, and just thinking like, and you know, and it's also like this guy who you've spent the whole movie you know, I don't want to say like as the Obi-Wan, but like as this guy teaching him everything and giving him this life that he has mm-hmm. and then basically just being treated like a piece of, you know, like a piece of garbage that they threw away here, you yep. know, on the side. And it's also pointed that it's happening at the same time. They're coming back from the funeral for all the other people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, here's this guy who did all this stuff. And in the end, he's just a, you know, he's just a pile in the back of a stable. Yep. And it's a nice touch that he says off Wiedershin to him because they've explained <laughs> why he why he refused to say that to Calvin Candy. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that that movie is really solid. And uh, yeah, I don't know why like that scene just went by me and I don't know what if it was like just the mood I was in or whatever, but I was just like, wow, what the hell happened to me? This is a Tarantino movie. I should not <laughs> be having <laughs> I, this should not be my reaction to something that's happening in this. But mm-hmm. but I mean, that's a testament to how how well drawn those characters were. And especially, you know, especially um, 
King Schultz, which, you know, I, I kind of feel like that's a better performance in that than in Inglorious Bastards, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, and it's not just that I like that character better because he's like, he's drawn really well because he's not just like all good, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like there's the scene early on where he's teaching, where he's like, you got to shoot this, you know, you got to, when he makes him shoot the guy, the bounty in front of his son. Right. And Django's like, I'm not, no, that's his son right there. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he's basically like, no, but he robbed stagecoaches. He did this bad shit. This is why he's got to die, you know? And it's kind of like, that's pretty shitty, you know? <laughs> it's like, find another way where he's not like, talking to his son as you shoot him in the head right so yeah so he's just it's one of those really well-drawn characters which i guess you can do when your movie is two hours and 45 minutes long it has a lot of time to breathe (laughs) yeah and a lot of people complain about the music but i fucking love the music like all the anachronistic music they use is so good like, and when he comes back to Black Coffins, it's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> it's going to fuck everybody up. <laughs> fuck them all up, Django. Yeah. Um, Ferguson, Missouri, and Charlottesville, and a lot of other things hadn't happened. You, you were yeah. saying you wonder what has changed. The world um, has changed. A lot of the world has changed. I, I looked that up specifically because I wanted to see if that... I couldn't remember when Django Unchained came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hard to believe yeah. it's been seven years since that came out, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff has gone on in the last seven years that you know could perhaps adjust your perception and um, of the world and the movie. So yeah. So yeah. is your ultimate plan to watch some of the ones you've not seen or uh, like rewatch Death Proof? Maybe. Yeah, or? I need to. Yeah, I I'm gonna watch Death Proof. Okay. I can't get it. I, I'm trying to find it on sale on one of the... Uh, I, I would like to get it on Vudu, which is kind of where I kept all the other ones, because that one seems to translate over to the most things, but, you know, because th- these don't do movies anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I have the most apps that I can run Vudu on. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, get it on Vudu. And they don't sell it on Vudu, which is really mm-hmm. weird. Not even the separated versions? That's no? the one I want. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. But it's not there. So I'm not sure what's up, but it is on Amazon. So I probably, I might get it there, but I kind of like want to keep them all in one place. Cause I'm a weirdo like that. I mean, if you want a Blu-ray, it's, I'm pretty sure it's over yeah, there. Yeah. I might have to borrow it, but yeah. So I'm probably going to watch Pulp Fiction last. I've already decided that I need to watch hateful eight. I don't think I'm going to do the extended Netflix version. Just watch. I think I'd rather just watch the Blu-ray that I've had since I got it on sale for like $4 at some point. He's already said too. He's going to do a extended Netflix version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? So, yeah. Okay. He told that to everyone. He cut out of the movie. He's like, "Don't worry, you'll be in the Netflix version." <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I still need to watch Hateful Eight. I'm I'm definitely going to watch Jackie Brown as soon as I can, and uh, Death Proof. I still got to do, and then I figure hey, Once Upon a Time. Jen wants to see it, so maybe I'll see it this weekend. Find you should it. go. Yeah, it's a good theater movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. BJ doesn't agree with you, but I don't. it's fine. Yeah, and then I think I'm going to say Pulp Fiction for last. Because I'm pretty sure that'll hold up. Yeah. yeah. That's a fairly safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so far, like, that's that's the thing. is All of them I watched, none are bad movies by any means. They're all good. They're all entertaining. And like I said, there's a secret sauce he uses that just makes stuff work better than it should and 
you know, Kill Bill is very clearly the highest example of that because it's kind of like this, the trashiest of all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Glorious Bastards kind of could be too, but I don't know. There's just, there's a, there's a very mature filmmaking to it, you know, and that, and that whole opening scene is just like classic Western Hollywood stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm glad somebody still gets to make that stuff. Cause it feels like less and less we see that. So. Yep. Wow. That's a lot of movies you watch. I know mm-hmm. that's what happens when my wife goes out of town. I can just watch whatever I want. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so now I got to send her out of town again so I can finish out all these Tarantino movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I, I talked enough. I have one thing. Oh, I watched Xanadu on Saturday. Yeah, you oh did. My God. It was Saturday. Saturday, yeah. <laughs> um, I had it on Blu-ray, and they still haven't legalized LSD. Mm. I did it out of order. Yeah. 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 I didn't do any, any drugs. I did some alcohol, but... Um, you did an alcohol? I did a few alcohols. Okay. Um, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have watched Xanadu. Why? You don't like it? Some no, I I still like it, but some of the bloom has come off of that rose oh. somehow. Oh. I don't I don't know how I enjoyed it's of the it. Apple. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, the shine will come off the apple too. <laughs> we have to find something even crazier than the apple that is that is also good. You're just gonna keep chasing that dragon, aren't you? Yeah. Well, the apple yeah. is still really fucking great. <laughs> um, you talk to me off off, off camera. I'll, I'll give you some weird ass musicals to watch. Okay, but it was so Pam wanted to watch it, and watching her not really enjoy it oh. was heartbreaking. Oh, because there's there's still some stuff that I really enjoy about Xanadu. It just didn't. She wasn't tickled. She, no, no, she didn't like. She didn't get it mm. like we got it when we were watching it. Yeah, and maybe that was part of it. Is that the you know the enjoyment was kind of drawn out of the room. Um, for me personally, um, but there's still some, some magic in Xanadu, even though it didn't like, it didn't hit like it did the first time. Um, Gene Kelly is so charming. So just incredibly charming. Um, is there any reason that we should dislike Gene Kelly other than he was kind of like vaguely an asshole? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, good. That's I think good. I think we're okay. All right, good. Because if I'm wrong, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> right or me. Um, there's just something magical in his smile when he's on screen that just makes the world feel like a better place. Yeah, he's got the Cary Grant thing. It's like mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, I guess they could say like Cary Grant was a quadruple homicide or whatever murderer, you know. But like, I just he's one of the most charismatic people in Hollywood history, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, there was something that I saw in Gene Kelly that I also see in Clooney. And I don't know what it is, but there's a certain way that they both kind of smile and things are just different for a little, a little moment. Like it's, there's some sort of magical charm and charisma in their eyes the they've way got, they... they've got the glow, yeah, the yeah. glow. Yes, yeah. 
I've seen the glow firsthand. It's powerful. Which glow? Uh, from a famous person. Yeah, yeah. Which glow? Oh, which are you want me? To, I've, Who? I've met multiple famous people. Like there's some, there's an intangible quality that most famous people have. That it's 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 not just it's not just being Star Trek. It's just like there are people you wouldn't expect it, and it's just like you will see somebody famous, and it's just like you're fucking awestruck. It's it's it, it's politicians too. As much as you can dislike a politician for everything you believe, like you will meet them and just be like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's weird. Good ones. I mean, you know, ones yeah. that are actually successful. It doesn't cam- carry over on camera for everybody though. Mm. Like me. Yeah. My charisma just doesn't carry over at all. Yeah. I'm not now. I'm, I'm not, not about to drop some names. I'm just saying, there's a, there's an intangible quality about famous people, and politicians, people that are successful at it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And both of them have it, and it oh, screams at you through the screen. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. got it more than most people. Yeah. I think if you'd probably just be struck dumb and fucking maybe die if you actually met them in person. I'm saying if it comes through that much on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think that's um. I think that's going to wrap it up, though. I think so. Oh, we got to do contact information. I should do, do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, BMFcast.com. BMF at BMFcast.com. 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Click the buttons on the website. Do the things. Yep. Um, use our Amazon affiliate links so that one day we will reap benefits from that. More importantly, Patreon. I think we get way more money out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, a bigger share of money anyway. Uh, check out our eBay stuff. We're selling some movies, profits, not even the profits, all the of the entirety. proceeds, proceeds is the word that I meant. Yes. Proceeds go to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mm-hmm. Um, shirts, buy shirts. Buy shirts. We, we have, have a limited number of left. Approximately how many would you say are left? Um, less than 10? More than one, less than 100. Yeah, we'll, more than 10, less than 20. Okay. <laughs> buy a shirt, buy a shirt, buy a motherfucking shirt. Yes. Hmm. Not a tank top. <laughs> Not an underwear, mm-hmm. but a shirt. Yep. They're a fucking shirt. They're fucking comfortable. I know. They're so good. <laughs> hey, Evan got his shirt. Evan, in the live stream chat, is telling us that he got his shirt, and he said five, four E's, five E's, several That's, E's. Is that a size? <laughs> yeah, he, he got an extra, 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 extra. Well, it's just us. We're just extra. Yeah. <laughs> but he seems very excited about it, so. Awesome. Enjoy wearing a black shirt in the heat of California, Evan. Actually, those shirts are really light, so it's not, it's they, not that they big breathe. deal. The sweat pours right out of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> they're a bargain. Oh, they yeah. look great. Yeah, yes, that too. You'll enjoy it. Put a shirt on your bod. Cover your nudeness with us. Yeah, it's the law. If you must, <laughs> use us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>